swing at the arms. It. Didn't really think he needed to do that, the Queanbeyan Tiger player, because I reckon Bell Connor player was about to spill it. And I think it might be Kurt. It's really hard to pick up these white numbers from mm. so far away. We'll try and get the player, if he does kick a goal, if he doesn't, we'll move on. As long as we get the Tiger players right. They're easy to pick up. Mm. Kicks on its way. It looks good. Players are converging around. The player who has kicked the goal will bring that player to you shortly if he decides to turn around. But anyway, it's one goal apiece here at Marnica Oval. And that player who kicked that goal was Des. Des kicks his fourth of the year. And as I said, Belconnen, one straight six. Queenie Tigers, one straight six. Very important reply for the Belconnen Magpies. And they look like uh, the two ball-ups in the middle. They've got first hand on the football once the Ruckman have got uh, done their bit. So Queenie Tigers need to pay a little bit more attention and a bit more respect to their opponents in the middle of the ground. Bounds down and goes, and it's, uh, it's again, it's Curtis and Irwin. The ball comes out the back, picked up by King. King on the left foot, scrubbers a kick around and goes to Heaslip for the Tigers. Back to Will Griggs, and Will Griggs measured a lovely pass to Kane Stevens. Handballs are back to King. King kicks it inside, attacking 50 straight to the loose man, and that was Douglas for Belcon, and kicks it out to the right-hand side to her teammate, and who kicks it wide, goes past his captain in Turnbull, and it's out the side. That could be Harris over on the wing there. Goes inside to Turnbull. Turnbull handballs are back inside, and it kicks inside forward 50 for the Belcon and Magpies, but it goes out and we'll have a throw-in just in in front of the Jack Fingleton scoreboard, which we're not using today. We're using the electronic scoreboard just up to the left, and the score being one goal apiece to both teams here, and it's even at 5 minutes 51 into this first quarter. Ruckman go out at Curtis, gets a tap around the back. Oh, a little bit of a push in the back, but it's not paid. Ball on the ground. Conroy grabs it, comes out of it, and then goes back to Clem uh, Jolliffe. Jolliffe to Klemke. Klemke fakes the handball and then pounds the ball down centre wing to that loose man, Locum, who sits in front. Spoiled? No. Chopping the arms paid again. That's probably what he's going to do, Nice. He's probably just going to sit there and get some easy presenting, p- p- possessions possessions <laughs> in front of the <laughs> tank. for you to say. The ball goes down and then it's kicked along the ground. A grubber kick back to the Tigers. Is it still in? It's inside. Toby Connor handballs it across to Quaid. Quaid gets caught in a tackle but spins out. Ball goes inside Steve Jolliffe. Steve Jolliffe left-handed handball across to Griggs. Griggs back to Klemke. Klemke looks inside. The ball goes to Josh Price. Sorry, Mitchie down to her. Has one bounce through the middle of the ground. Looks up. He's going to have to have another one. Kicks the ball inside forward. 50 to the leader, Kavanagh. Kavanagh gets one in the back of the head. Goes to Jared Atkinson. Good, strong tackle. Oh, holding his call play on. Nothing's happening there. Gavin Whitehouse, umpire 41, goes in and says, we'll ball that one up. Good, strong tackle. was That was by Porter and a teammate. Could have been Henning, possibly. But uh, scores level here, seven minutes into this first quarter. Rucks go at it. Porter gets the tap unopposed in the end. Tigers should clear here. Jolliffe, the short kick to the lead of Kavanagh. Gets a push. Umpire didn't see it. Well, he probably did, but didn't yeah. pay it. Should have been paid. Ball comes to ground. Douglas trying to pick it up. Gets the handball out. Coat. Gets it out to Loken, just does the talk. Get it out of my area as far as I can. But it's going to come straight back because the mark's been taken by the Ruckman in Neil Irwin. Irwin, that's a terrible kick. Not quite sure what he was trying to do. Didn't pick any Tiger player up. Ball comes out towards the grandstand wing. It should be collected here by Donahoe or Donahue. Great tackle by the Queanbeyan Tiger player in Atkinson. And he gets rewarded with a free kick. Just back out of the grandstand wing. Goes short. Mark taken by Bryce. 
Price. Right in front of the interchange here at Monica Oval. He goes short. Not a good kick. And that goes out of bounds on the fall. That's, only, that's inexcusable, that. That's just a lack of concentration. And the free kick will be taken by Campbell. Campbell goes inboard to Turnbull. Another loose player at centre-half back is Porter. Porter goes long. That's a raking kick. Good positioning oh, there good by Roy Jarks. Just outbodied the bigger opponent in Rats. The kick's a good one. Mark eventually taken there by Kirkwood. Note on the mark. Time to play on. He goes short. Matt Little. Grandstand wing. Handball over the top. Good movement by the Queanbeyan Tigers. Curlin goes towards Kavanagh. Again gets another push. Obviously fairly because Curtis didn't pay, didn't get the free kick against him. And Belconnen should yeah, clear. Oh, I've got the grandstand in my uh, view here. So you might want to take over here, Pete. Uh, free kick to the Tigers is out of kicked out of out on the full. It will be. Um, it, it goes back into the centre of the ground. The ball hits off the ground. Ben Klemke gets it. Will Griggs onto the right foot snaps around. Goal for the Tigers. It was the kick in uh, from out of bounds was Matt Little, and it's gone across to a contest. Nice hands by Ben Klemke across to Will Griggs, having a very very good season. Will Griggs for the Tigers. Yeah, I've got to say, he's got to be one player who's really, really stiff not to make that uh, needful rep side, I reckon. Well, I think it's it's probably his name. It's a little bit to his name and the fact that he's not an assistant coach of somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. So um, I, I didn't see that needful, but Josh Bryce in it. Well, I, I, will, I will go through both squads, oh, okay. the Eastern Conference side and the under-21 side. I just think I'd like to get Mao's opinion. I just think Will Griggs has been outstanding for a long period of, uh, of this year and last year, and I reckon he's a bit stiff not to make it. Mao? Yeah, absolutely, Niso. There's a couple of absolute slow coaches in the squad that shouldn't be there. Queeman get the ball out of the middle. Again, there's that man, Will Griggs. He has another flying shot at goal. He read the ball well off Kavanagh's hands. But unfortunately for he and the Queanbeyan Tigers, it missed to the left and a minor score. Queanbeyan Tigers starting to dominate. It's two goals, one, 13. Belconnen, one goal, six. Just a tick over the 10-minute mark as Belconnen huddle in the middle of them break. Nice break made here by the Belconnen player. That is Viney. Viney just outside the defensive 50. Goes towards the outer side wing. Swan's in good position. But the ball just drifts over his head, off his hands, and out of bounds. And the first change being made, excuse me, by the Queanbeyan Tigers, Quaid. Knox is getting punished by Loken, that's for sure. It's obviously just part of their rotations. Then he must have to come off. Not sure you'd really want that as a full forward, but uh, anyway, that's just the way the game's played these days. Well, they do a, a, th a three-person rotation between uh, Neil Irwin, Quaid, and Daniel Campbell. So they sort of have a little bit of... And now they've actually added Nathan Curlin into that mix as the um, second-slash-third ruckman. So one would suspect that Quaid will spend some time in the middle and in I the think, ruck. Okay. Yes. Fair enough, too. It's really hard to uh, play on the forward line, then go on the ruck. You need a bit of a breather, I suppose. Ball's on the outer wing. Ratz gets the tap for the Belconnen Magpie. Shark by that man, Griggs. Gets it to Klemke. Klemke to Jolliffe. Jolliffe on the left. Ben Klemke. Long way from home, about 75 metres around from the Queanbeyan Tiger goal. Goes in board. Atkinson's got a task. Doesn't come to the Queanbeyan Tiger advantage. Goes to the back of the pack. Picked up now by Belconnen. It's in the hands of Hodder. Goes out wide to Rats. Rats, too big, too strong on that occasion for Jarks. It's a big unit. 
ex-volleyball player. I think he might have been an Australian volleyball player, Pete, to be honest with you. Oh, I'll go with you on that. Yeah, I... My research is certainly doesn't uh, go that far. Uh, my memory doesn't go back that far, but anyway, that's, that's what I'm... He is a big unit, though. I do think he's an ex-volleyball player. Not the best kick in town. Rats looks nice off the boot, drifting to the left. And the umpire concurs. A minor score to the Belcon and Magpies. They do move to 1-1-7. It's the Queanbeyan Tigers 2-1-13. We might just cross down to Mao shortly just to get an idea of, of the atmosphere out there between both sides, what the intensity is like at ground level. Mao? Yeah, Niso, the uh, Queanbeyan team are pretty quiet down here. There's not a lot of talk on the boundary line. And uh, they're just struggling to get into the game at the moment. The forward line not putting much pressure on when the ball comes out of defence. Interchange, Stevie Camp on for his uh, first run today. I think this might be his second uh, senior game, but um, a very, very promising uh, young player. Very, very highly rated by the uh, coaching staff. And that's Jolliffe with the ball again. It's on the opposite side of the ground in front of the scoreboard. Gets a handball and then puts on a tackle. The ball's not coming out of there. 2-1-13, 1-1-7. The Tigers leading by a goal here at Monica. 13 minutes into this first quarter. Nathan Curlin and it's Big Porter go for that ruck and the ball gets to the ground. Nobody picks it up. It looks like Matt Little trying to force the ball forward. Picked up by Kirkwood. Kicks it to a Belconnen player. Then kicks it inside forward 50. Working to the front. Oh, good push out there by the Belconnen player. In uh, That was Harris and he's kicked to the man on the mark, which was Alex Overs. Back after a couple of weeks out injured. The ball comes down. It skittles through Bang Klemke and it's picked up and kicked out to the contest. Nathan Curlin from behind. Lovely spoil. Goes over the back to Will Griggs for the Tigers. Left foot into the middle of the ground to Kane Stevens. Kane Stevens handballs across to the runners. Alex Overs looks up left hand. Oh, puts Matt Little in an awful lot of trouble. Spills the ball but butters up Alex Overs. Good play. Handballs it out across to Kane Stevens. Looks inside. Handballs it to Jared Atkinson. Put it on the boot, which he does. And he kicks it inside. Attacking 50. Over the back. You'd have to think that Daniel Campbell's going to swoop on this. Oh, the ball bounces left. That's why it's oval shaped. Kavanagh puts it out in front, handballs it to Campbell. Campbell unselfishly puts it along the ground to Irwin. Irwin snaps over the top of the shoulder. Ball going towards the square. And then Mark's taken by Belconnen. And that's kicked out of defence there by Douglas. Douglas across to a teammate. Handballs it. And then looks like they were going to kick long down the line to centre wing to the lead of its bone. First time we've called him. Big Rats comes out on the lead and picks that one up. The ball goes back into the middle of the ground. It's picked up by Sharp. Sharp is tackled by the Tigers player. And then the ball goes loose to King. King, a low kick across the ground. And then picked up by by Ben Klemke. Back to King. King butters up and kicks to the lead of Kavanagh. Takes the mark about 47 out from goal. He's going to kick from probably about 53 or 54. Right on James Kavanagh's range limit you would think untidy by the Tigers but I suppose the positive is Alex Overs turned that ball over but at least he did butter up and uh, and make the tackle to try to get the ball back Kavanagh kicks it from 52 looks good a straight door oh, touched on the line by the Belconnen player in Campbell 2-2-14 1-1-7 the Tigers in front by 7 points 15 and a half into this first quarter yeah Tigers just starting to get their hands on the football not clean yet, and I reckon that's because Belcon are definitely fired up. Premiership reunion, they're going to be fired up, that's for sure. One wonders whether they can maintain it for four quarters. Curtis gets the ball out wide, beautiful-looking kick. And the mark taken on the outer wing, goes short towards Ratz. 
Ball comes to ground, both Rats and Jarks. Not the quickest players on the park, and they'd be more than happy to see that go out of bounds. In front of the old scoreboard, which still has last week's Giants v Sun score, and that might stick there for quite some time, considering it's uh, part in history with the GWS Giants having their first AFL victory. Thank God that uh, it was against the Suns and not Port Adelaide because it would have been both <laughs> new franchises having their first wins against uh, my old or my club. Anyway, the ball is on the half-back line. Good work there by Brett Fruin. First time we've called him this afternoon. Quaid, not sure Fruin really needed that handball. That's overused by the Queanbeyan Tigers. Backed up again. Well done there by Quaid. Again, the Tigers making mistakes but buttering up nicely. Griggs. Goes to the half-forward line. He slipped. Looked like he might have been held. Piggy Campbell comes crashing through. Goes to the ground. Don't need him there. It takes a long time for him to get up. Ball's in the hands now of Loken. Not a good pass looking for Campbell. Let's Queanbeyan Tigers in through Kirkwood. Oh, good play. Hamble's into the Belcon and player. And it goes out of bounds. Good work there by Kirkwood. Two against one it was. And he did the percentage thing. And it has forced a throw-in. Throw in uh, straight in front of the grandstand. The two ruckmen go. It looks like Irwin gets the tap through. The ball gets pushed through by the Belconnen player in sharp. But it looks like it'll be a good tackle put on by Jolliffe. That's not going anywhere. And we'll have another ball up. Bounced. It'll be a bounce down. I talked to the I said to the guys, I talked to the umpires. Their instruction is to continue bouncing that ball regardless. So it'll be Irwin and looks like Bomb will go at it. Goes out to the back of the pack. Picked up by Matt Little for the Tigers. Handballs it across to Mitchie Heaslip. Handballs it back to Stevie Camp, who chips it down the line. Lovely kick to Ryan Quaid. Quaid looks inside. Steve Jolliffe standing in the middle of the ground, but kicks down the line to the lead of... It's Grig. Grig in front of Locum. Loken is the two follically challenged players on the field. Ball goes inside 50 to the lead of Kavanagh. Kavanagh pushed out, butters up and gets the ball. Goes to Conroy. We're both squinting under the grandstand. The ball goes inside forward 50, but what's paid? A relay. It's a relay free kick to the Tigers. It'll go to Brett Fruin at the top of the square. Don't know what for because it was under the ease of the grandstand. We might have to head down to Mal there. Yeah, uh, Conroy got one late after he disposed of it. Thanks, Mal. We could You'll not have to see remember Mal. Mal, if the ball goes down into that little, there's a little rectangular area there. You'll have to call. Yeah, Mal but knows the area. He's been up in this this area for quite some time. But Brett Fruin, lining up dead in front, should not miss. Does not miss. That's his first and nineteenth of the season. The Tigers get their third. Three goals, two twenty. The Belcon Magpies are one one seven. Apologies to those at home, but when it does creep into the Monica right pocket. It is very difficult to see what is happening because we are... Our vision is obscured by the side of the grandstand. So apologies to you at home, but I'm sure you can sympathise with us. Is that not... You said the 19th goal for Brett Fruin for the year? Yes. Pretty good return for a, for a small forward at this point of time? Yeah, absolutely. He's definitely taken a bit of pressure on James Kavanagh and what it has done, it's given the opposition, instead of them just, you know... I guess zoning off their men mm. to try and get towards Kavanagh. They've now got him to worry about. They've got Campbell to worry about. They've got Klemke to worry about. So, you know, there's a few avenues to goal for the Queanbeyan Tigers. One thing they are struggling with so far, and Belcon have been very, very good at in the opening stages, is getting their hands on the ball in the middle. The Queanbeyan Tigers have not been able to get a clear break through the centre, and Belconnen definitely doing well in the middle. Ball is pretty much back in the middle now. Great work by Griggs, the guy that's not good enough to make the needful side. 
Ball comes out towards Bill Connon's area in now. It's Turnbull. Turnbull around the corner towards the half-forward line. Good trap there by the Bell Conham player in Hammond. Gets the handball off to Hegarty. Hegarty centering kick. Who's there? It's two, three against one. Can he pick it up? No, he can't. The Queanbeyan Tiger player tried hard. Could not find the handle. Ball's in a congested pack. Picked up now by Coat. Quick kick. Mark taken here by Harris. The leading goal scorer for the Bell Conham Magpies and uh, had not seen him before. And now you are right, he is definitely a, uh, a small pocket dynamo. Not much of him, except a fair bit of hair. And uh, he'll be having a kick pressed up against the left forward pocket. Belconnen going towards the Marnica pool end. Need this goal, just tick under 21 minutes. It's 1-1-7 to the Queensland Tigers, 3-2-20. He's a left footer too, makes it even harder. And he's very narrow with that one. In fact, it goes out of bounds on the full. Would not be happy with that effort whatsoever. At the very worst, you'd probably want to just pop that up to the top of the goal square. Well, as soon as he took, uh, as soon as he took the mark, the uh, the mouth guard went into the sock. So he's always what his intentions were. But the ball gets kicked out. It's off hands and ran over the boundary line by Neil Irwin. 65 out from the Belconnen goal. Tap on the head from Kane Stevens to Josh Price, and the hand, the ball comes back in. Goes over the back. It's picked up, handballed out to Viney. Viney kicks it across to the top of the square. Good spoil by Jux on uh, Rats. Ball goes then back to Atkinson. Oh, look at this. Big spiral talk to Ben Klemke on his own outside, attacking 50. Go over the goal, son, because there's nobody there. He kicks it inside the attacking 50. Oh, Quaid goes, pushes back on Loken, picks the ball back up. He runs into an open goal. And I think Loken has the same issues as Daniel Campbell in the once you, he's on the ground, it's a different story to get back up again. A goal to Ryan Quaid, fourth goal for the Tigers, 22 minutes in, four goals to 26. The Tigers leading Belcon on 1-1-7. And I hope that that's not the straw that breaks the camel's back and doesn't um, destroy Belconnen's resistance because they've actually been, from having a shot at goal, the ball comes down, three kicks. Klemke was... There was nobody anywhere near Ben Klemke. No, I'm not quite sure what happened there. Queenie Tigers had loose players in their forward line. And, look, the key component to that play there was Quaid kept his feet. Mm. You know, once Loken went to ground, he's built like a truck. It's going to take a long time to get up and then motor. And, uh, as we've mentioned earlier, Quaid's got a fair bill of agility. And he's also got a good engine. He was never going to be caught by Loken. Ran into the open goal. And the Tigers got another one. So the margin is out to 19 points. Belconnen again get the centre break. I reckon that's one area that Tigers would not be happy with. Hegarty, long way from goal. Big shot by Hegarty. Just misses to the right-hand side. Gee, that's a big kick. But again, Belconnen get that centre break. They move to 1-2-8. Belconnen, Queanbeyan, 4-2-26. Klemke goes for the big specky from behind. Needs to show a bit more discipline. Should have punched that. Ball comes in towards Porter. Good switch up from Coat. Tries to get the one-two, not given. Mark there by Bohm. Good pass there by the big fella in Porter. And this shot at goal is caused by the lack of discipline by Coates Klemke. Really should have punched that ball away. Pretty sure if another, if one of his teammates was doing that, he'd be saying exactly he the would same thing. Be reminded of it at uh, quarter time. Oh, I'm sure he doesn't need reminding of it, but uh, he needs. It needs to be said just to make sure that he's not. Uh, different from the rest of the side. Bohm's kick is on the way. They need this one. And I think he's got it. Belconnen get their second. 
And Bohm gets his first and fourth of the season. Must need a goal to stay in touch here for Belcon. And they're 2 2 14. 24 minutes into this first term, the Queanbeyan Tigers are 4 2 26. Interestingly there, uh, Toby Conroy kicked it to Kate Klemke. The, they didn't spoil, tried to take the mark from behind. Then when the ball was kicked in, Toby Conroy not being a backman, not being a natural backman, 20 metres away from his opponent, and his opponent gets an easy mark and kicks the goal. Yes, I don't think the defensive side of Toby Conroy is anywhere near as good as his offensive side, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, you pick her up on your the umpires being told they have to bounce it. Apparently, it's a rule that if you want to make it to the AFL, you've got to be bouncing the ball. So I think they've been instructed they must bounce the ball if they want to get to that next level. Well, I just said to the boys, it must be a point where you you know your confidence is shot. It's much like me and my driving at golf. I can't hit the ball straight, but they keep making me want to have it to hit it. So, but the ball comes out from uh, Bell Conan and it's kicked out wide by it was uh, Brendan Des. Ball's picked up there by the Tigers. Oh, it looked like it was a high tackle ducked under it. The ball goes back to Klemke. Butted up there by Jolliffe. Jolliffe goes back with the hands to Klemke again. Good good tackle. Good uh, endeavour by Belcon, but the ball goes out. So they're certainly here and they're certainly in the contest. There's no question there. They've uh, they've certainly come to play the Belcon team. The ladder position certainly doesn't belie the contest that we've had in this first quarter. Curtis and Curlin. The ball goes to the front of the pack. It looks like it'll be picked up by Stevens. Wheels around on the left, handballs it into an opponent. The ball goes out of bounds. 25 and a half in this first quarter. Tigers leading by two clear goals, 4-2 to 2-2. And we've probably got another couple of minutes in this first quarter. Not a high scorer, but the ball over the top was looked like it was uh, Curtis tapped it to the Tigers player who gets tackled. Ball's not coming out of there. Umpire crosses his arms and says, well, I'm going to have another bounce at this. There's got to be a point, though, if you get six or seven in a row wrong, that you've got to throw it up because you're just not helping. You're not helping yourself, really. You've got to practice the skills. If you miss six or seven goals in a row, do you just stop kicking at the Or maybe goal? you think about, you know, asking to get moved up the other end. Ball's on the half-full line for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Bill Cotton will butter this one up. Ball is in the hands of Hegarty. Gets around the Queanbeyan Tiger player too easy. Kick short to Cote. Coat just backward of the outer wing. Dying stages here in the first quarter at Marnica Oval. 4-2 Queanbeyan Tigers, 2-2 Bell Conan. Not sure what happened then. It was a shoulder charge that didn't quite That's got to be 50. Got to be 50. Oh, he's giving him 50. That was an interesting patch to play. Coat had the ball. Somehow he fell over a scarab bug and the ball popped out. <laughs> Queanbeyan Tigers... No, Campbell came, I think, from the blind side and actually that was the like a bit of a shoulder charge. And then the ball's come loose. He's called uh, dropping the ball. And then there's a subsequent 50. Well, he dropped the ball, and then the Queanbeyan Tiger went to take the kick quickly. He went over the mark in coat. Campbell, the upshot is having a shot for goal. He missed to the right. It's his first shot at goal this afternoon. Queanbeyan Tigers moved to 4-3-27. The Belconnor Magpies are 2-2-14. 27 minutes gone in this first term. Nice kick out. Not good manning up by the Queanbeyan Tigers. Hegarty. Gets around King too easily. Pots the ball down just forward of the wing. Looked like a free kick to Hammond for hanging on. Oh, it's got to be a free kick for too high now in his frustration. Hammond went over the top of the Queenbeam Tiger player in camp. Camp goes towards Fruin. That's got to be a free kick. You've got to take the mark there, Brett Fruin. Can't go for a hanger and not get anything on the football. 
and the free kick is taken by McDonald. He goes short. Mistakes are plenty here in the first term. Camp gets in front of the player from Belcon in McDevitt. Goes across the ground to Kirkwood. Kirkwood. Pretty much on the true right half back line for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Kirkwood, nice looking kick. Klemke can't quite get to the contest. Ball comes to ground. Queanbeyan Tiger player Matt Little amongst it with two Belconnen players. One of them goes high and Matt Little. Palms off to Stevens. Not sure he really needed that. Ball goes towards... Again, Matt Little, Tigers mucking around the football here. They're going to be in trouble. Turnover. Ball's in the hands now of Towsman. Poor play by the Queanbeyan Tigers senior player. And Matt Little should not have given the ball to Stevens. Belconnen, half forward line. Handball over the top by Ratz. Not taken by Rutland. Tigers should clear. And again, it's Kirkwood on half back line. Pops the ball up to a one-on-one contest. Tigers not doing very well in this last five minutes. Ball comes out to Bohm. Boom, short pass in the forward line. Back of the pack, this is where he's dangerous. Harris, has he got the legs? Gets around two Queanbeyan Tiger players on the left boot. He goals just on the siren. And that's all began with a very poor piece of play by Matt Little on the half forward line. Gave it to Stevens. didn't need to give a handball in a group of traffic. And the Queanbeyan Tigers turn the ball over. And Harris, too quick, too skillful, kicks his first of the afternoon and Bell Conan. Good quarter by them, 3-2-20. Queanbeyan Tigers, 4-3-27. Pete, what'd you make of that? Well, I think you're right, Nisa. The, the fact that they just overhandballed and, and, and in a player that's, that's clearly not in a better position and they've turned the ball over a couple of times that way. And I think, you know, players have got to understand there is just that difference between two advantage and just handballing it for the sake of handballing. And then the turnover comes and, and Harris, I think the statistics will show that he's too good a player to be left alone. Inside attacking 50, he got around the um, got around his opponent, Alex Overs, and then uh, Josh Bryce came to help out, and he was just too quick and too agile, and kicked a very very good goal. The problem with the handball from Little, he handled to a player that he actually could have tackled. That's how close Stephen mm-hmm. was to him. Mm. You, you actually handled to create space. You don't handle to a bloke that you can actually pounce on as well. So there was no space there for the handball, and Queanbeyan paid the price. And look, full credit to Bell Conan. I, I figured they'd come here fairly fired up. 2002 Premiership reunion. They'd be uh, you know, wanting to show that they're, they're better than their seventh ladder position. I knew that they'd probably come here and give it to the Tigers for a first quarter, second quarter perhaps. The interesting thing will be to see how long they can maintain this effort for. One thing they're definitely doing better than the Queanbeyan Tigers, they're getting their hands on the ball in the middle. They're getting a lot more centre breaks from the Queanbeyan mm. Tigers. Queanbeyan Tigers have got a lot of play at the moment, but they really are choosing the wrong options and, and mucking around the football. And I reckon one of the messages from the coaching staff who have been watching it will be telling Cade, we've just got to get the ball in quicker. We've got to stop mucking around with handballs. It doesn't need to be given. And uh, they're looking very fumbly too. Whether that's caused by the pressure of Belconnen, I'm not sure. But Belconnen definitely come here to play this afternoon. And uh, we'll get Mao's uh, description of what the coach has said just after he uh, gets across to both camps. But here at Marnica Rover, we have a game on our hands, Pete, and many probably thought it wouldn't be. But it will be interesting to see if Belconnen can maintain this level of um, pressure. Well, I think you're right. I think they've certainly... They're certainly running on top of the ground. They've got plenty of endeavour. They've, uh, they're certainly making the most of their chances, 3-2, um, with the limited scoring shots that they've had. You know, I think that the Tigers have probably got, I, I would, you know, being a half-full kind of guy, I think the Tigers got a little bit more on their upside. You, you're right, they just mucked around with it, handballing it to players that aren't in, you know, in a better position. 
they probably don't have a, a lot of the handballs are also to, to players that are stationary, so they need to get a little bit more run. The forward line is dangerous. You know, you've got Klemke, Quaid, Kavanagh, you know, the interchange with Campbell that will come on, um, you know, and small forwards for Und. I think that uh, the Tigers have got a bit more upside uh, going for them. But, look, you know, a good challenge. And, uh, you know, I think that, that they prefer a good tight match. Yeah, so first quarter gone. Queenman Tigers 4-3-27. The Belconnen Magpies are 3 2 20 we touched a couple of times on Campbell Griggs, and I've got the Neeful side here. I'll read out the senior Eastern Conference side, and I'll hand over the under-21s to yourself, Pete. But looking at the Eastern Conference side, this is the final squad that will play Queensland. It is Kane Stevens from Queanbeyan, Toby Conroy from Queanbeyan, Cade Klemke from Queanbeyan, all thoroughly deserved. Ryan Brabazon from Eastlake. Has he played yet? Look, I know he was due to play after the Queanbeyan Tigers played oh, Eastlake. He had a hand. Must, he must have been. A, he must have had a good game there. He must have had a good game. Had or a blinder. Two. Adam McConaughey from Sydney Uni, Ben Cleaver from Tugnarong, Nick Payne from Ainsley, Mark Dragasevic from Tugnarong. Again, not. You got to keep it to unbiased here, Pete. Ross Tungatalam from the Hills Eagles. He played pretty well mm-hmm. for the GWS or the UWS. Last week, Marcus Crook from Ainsley, Dale Walker from Ainsley, Ryan Houlihan from the Hills Eagles, Josh Bryce from Queanbeyan, Josh Moody from Eastlake, Rob Tui from Ainsley, Simon Curtis and Matt Loken from Belconnen. Who? Was this the last one? David Smith from Tugnarong, Aaron Bruce from Eastlake, huh? Jamie Vlatko. Aaron Bruce had a pretty good season. He was poor against the Queanbeyan Tigers. We're all allowed one bad game. Okay, all right. But he backed it up the week after by kicking seven. So okay. He, 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 and look, he has been a proven performer for the ACT, or sorry, the Eastern Conference, whatever we call ourselves mm. these days. I have no idea what we call ourselves. Mitch Frail from Eastlake and Rowan Andrews from Ainsley. Not too many obvious omissions outside of uh, Greeks, but I guess we really concentrate on the Queanbeyan Tiger players because we see them more often than, uh, than the opposition. But I definitely think that uh, Will Griggs is the standout player to have missed out on this squad. I look on form. He would probably be. Actually, he did have a week off, uh, a week or two with, with an injury a couple that of weeks ago. When the selectors were there, could have possibly mm. been. But he's come straight back in to the senior team, and he's integral. Funny enough, I think one of the selectors is Adrian Pavisi. Surprised he didn't get a run, Griggs. Oh, well, I, mm. but Pav's it's probably not a fairer person though than Pav. And Pav, if anything, Pav is probably. Um, doesn't want to seem to be doing the, the wrong thing. So it might have been to his detriment, the fact sorry. that Pav was a... Will Griggs, you are certainly stiff, my friend. You have the under-21 anyway, squad. We'll Pete. go through this quickly. Uh, Steve Jolliffe, Queemian, uh, Dean Costello, Hills Eagles, Jordan Harper, Belconnen, David Coward, East Lake, Curtis Steele, Gan Main, Tim Barrett, Sydney Uni, Jackson Potter, Pennant Hills, uh, Daniel Spateria, Hills Eagles, Jack Mahoney, Ainsley, Chris Robinson, Tuggerong, Josh Cole, Sydney Uni, Dan Ryle, Eastlake, Ben Burke and Jack Dimery from the Hills Eagles, Aaron Vandenberg, Ainsley, Ben Klemke, Queenbian, Tim Wales, Pennant Hills, Dick Perry, Eastlake, Andrew Swan, Queenbian, Ben Hancock, Tuggerong, Jai Bomb, Belconnen, Jacob Olsen, Gan Main and Hayden Armstrong from Eastlake. Another thing I want to say, Kane Stevens was eligible for the under-21s, but he's had an outstanding season and was good enough to make the senior side. Second quarter starts with a terrible bounce by the umpire. Went out of the uh, circles. It should have been redone. Belconnen, they'll get the advantage. Ball comes into their forward line. It's a nice kick. Irwin's, no, it's Jark's in good position, and he takes the mark. 
Gets the ball out towards Swan. Swan's got some space. Kicks it short to the lead of Jolliffe. He had a fairly good start in the first term. Dropped that mark. Allows Belconnen to have the turnover. Mark taken there by Ratz. Ratz goes long. Good work there by Overs. I like this kid. Overs goes out towards Jolliffe. Another one of the rising stars that could play senior footy for the next 10, 15 years. Goes inboard to Conroy. Conroy. The kick's going to put some pressure on Quaid. He's forced to punch. The punch is a good one. Irwin gets the ball out to Swan by hand. Swan to King. Tigers building. King goes towards the four line. Was that a hold? No. Ball comes down towards Kavanagh. Stevens doesn't have any space. Backs up the handball again. Good work by Stevens. Gets the ball out wide. Tigers go short into the pocket. There's that man, Griggs. Yes, the guy that can't play. The other interesting one out of this would probably be uh, on uh, on early season form in the in the twenty ones was Alex Overs. Did miss a couple of weeks. I he do think two. he did play some pretty good football early, but I guess you know, the Tigers sitting on top. How many Tiger players can you fit in there? Will Griggs looks like he's uh, left that very narrow. Poor kick out of bounds on the full AFL score. Port Adelaide, woohoo! Five goals, one thirty-one. Kangaroos, four four twenty-eight. And in Tasmania, it's the Hawks, 2-3-15, the Dockers, three points. Early days, mate, early days. Hey, let me get excited. Ball comes back from Conroy, kicks it inside, attacking 50. Oh, good mark in front by Harris for Belconnen. Kicks it out wide. It's going to be a contest from behind. It was Froon. The ball comes through, but it's uh, on the ground. Handballed out, taken by the Belconnen player in Donahue. And that ball was the call from the... Box here, Klemke kicks it inside, attacking 50. Oh, Quaid probably a little bit too easy on that, and the ball goes to ground. Picked up by Heaslip, he handballs it, but the handball goes to Donahue. Donahue gets tackled, Atkinson pushes his opponent out of the way. Quaid goes in half of the ball, handballs it back to Klemke. You're hot there, Kay Klemke, kicked the ball into the middle of the ground to a Tigers player. No, maybe goes over the head of Swan. And um, I wondered what that noise was there for a second. That was just Conroy, my ringtone. Handball across to the run of Swan, but the ball goes to Bell Conan. Handball across the top. Good shepherd put on by Griggs. It goes to Jolliffe. Jolliffe to Clem to Conroy. Conroy to Fruin. Attacking forward 50, probably 40 out. Kicks it to the run on of Conroy. Very good with the attacking part of his game. Yes, he is. One of the but best. Sniff out a goal. Kicks it inside forward 50 to Will Griggs. Standing on his own, directly in front. Good awareness by the small players for the Tigers. Not really sure that was worthwhile. You know, Conroy was probably near on directly in front. He's pretty much kicked it across the ground to the same angle, but a bit further out to Griggs. Not quite sure the uh, logic behind that. First score of the second quarter here at Monica. Will Griggs will come in, kicks it, looks fairly straight. Goal umpire looks over her head. Goal to Will Griggs. Goal to the Tigers. Second one for Will Griggs today. He's just going to show up the selectors. As he does week in, week out. Two goals. Plenty of touches so far. Probably certainly not as many as Steve Jolliffe. Better get down to Mal. Mal, did you get any uh, any sense out of the uh, the huddles at quarter time? Yeah, Niso, the uh, Tigers coaching staff were particularly unhappy with the overuse of the, foot, uh, um, the football, particularly uh, by hand. They said there was too much handballing it to stationary people and they wanted them to use the ball a lot longer into the forward line and a lot quicker. 
For Belconnen, Loken was very happy with the intensity in the first quarter, but he said the challenge for them was to keep it going in the second one. Sounds like they were listening to us up here in the in the box. We we both said that uh, Pete, that Tigers were overusing it, and we wondered whether Belconnen could continue their endeavour. Ball out of the middle. Belconnen should get the ball here. Goes through the legs of Bohm, picked up by King for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Handball backward to Griggs. Griggs gets it by hand. Good work, Kay Clemson. Not a good kick, though. Mark taken by Douglas Belconnen towards Ras. Good work there by Joloff. Got his body in where Angels fear to tread. Oh, missed there by Heaslip. Very fumbly here at Margaret Donoghue. Joloff, I think. Joloff must have been fouled after his disposal. Matt Locum uh, has moved forward. That's where he belongs, just quietly. He doesn't have the... Uh, the nimbleness to be a backman on some of these quick Tiger forwards. Matt Little, half-back line for the Queen Mid-Tigers, really unsure what to do. Puts in a wobbly, helicopter-type kick. Ball picked up by Ben Klemke. Handball towards Heaslip. Tigers just don't seem to have much space, but here's some now. Kick will go over the head. Who wants it the most? Ratz wants it. He's in between three Tiger players. Ball goes back towards Ratz. Great work by the veteran. Just made three Tiger players look pretty nonchalant there. Mark taken here by Harris. Didn't quite take it. He's in trouble now. Poor tackle. And Overs has given the free kick away. And Harris immediately plays on. Gets it towards Coates. Might be an instruction by the coach. Loken. Back towards Turnbull. Turnbull. Long. Inside 50. Poor kick. Mark dropped there by Hesip. This is, where's the, where's the Benny Hill music or the Three Stages music? Ordinary football here at Monica Oval. But the mark's been taken by Jarks. Very error-riddled game so far. Ball goes long towards Irwin. Out of bounds on the fall just to continue the momentum of error. <laughs> kicked inside uh, by Coates and it goes across and then kicked inside. Looks like it'll be... That'll be uh, Harper who kicks it towards the attacking 50 and a ball will go touched. And it was out on the fall. The kick comes in from Kay Klemke down the line. To, it was Conroy. Conroy down the line to Neil Irwin. It doesn't go out of play on this occasion. Neil Irwin's got it about 55 out from the Belcon and goal. Looks up. There's not as fairly stagnant. Kicks it across into the middle of the ground to Kane Stevens. Kane Stevens looks up, handballs it to the run of Jux. Has one bounce. Looks up. Has a little bit of a kick. Dinks it across to Brett Fruin. Brett Fruin shimmies in, shimmies out. Handballs it back to Mitch Hislip. Mitch Hislip actually takes this one on the full. Kicks it out to the left-hand side to Jared Atkinson. Swings back on the right. Pumps it inside a 50. It'll be Quaid from behind. It'll go up for it. Will he get it? Yes, he does. Good mark. Ryan Quaid at the back of the pack. Lovely kick to his advantage by Jared Atkinson. Just put it into the right spot. The defender was always going to come back. Quaid held his ground. Bounced off him, took a lovely mark, top of the goal square, coming in to kick his second, Queen Bian sixth, and he does so. Queen Bian sixth, Ryan Quaid's second goal at the seven and a half minute mark of this second quarter. So the Tigers go out to a 19 point lead, and uh, suffice to say, probably the biggest lead of the match. Interchange with Irwin coming off, Nathan Curlin coming on for this centre bounce, but a little bit better and I suppose getting the ball into the better users, i.e. someone like Jared Atkinson. Playing on the wing at the moment, played started down back beginning of the year, playing a little bit more on the wing. Yeah, I think given the fact he didn't have much of a pre-season, they needed to sort of put him in an area where he could run straight at the football. I guess you can do that on the half-back line. Wing, hopefully he's got a bit more... 
bit more petrol in his tank and he can uh, cause some damage to opposition sides. Look, I've, I don't want to be too critical of him. I haven't seen him that often, but what I have seen so far, he really hasn't dominated games like many probably thought he would have. I did put that down to a slow pre-season, but we are now into round nine. He should be starting to get some of that from games and from the track, but I think there's still better to come from him. And if the Tigers are going to have a full-blown assault, on this 2012 Premiership. They need him up and running and playing very, very well. Again, the Belconnen Magpies look to get the ball out of the middle, but there has been a free kick paid. He's uh, signalled the wrong way, but everybody, <laughs> none of the Tigers players were of the view that they deserved a free kick, so they were all wondering who it was actually for. Well, it's funny because McDonald got the free kick. He actually passed it to somebody who he thought should have got the free kick, and it, it was his. So, anyway, the ball's in that pocket, Mal. We might get you to call from here because we can't well, the see ball, anything. The kick came in and Locum was on the lead and uh, just gave two-hand shove to Josh Bryce, but the ball went out of bounds. And we've got to throw in Mal. All right, boundary umpire putting it back in. And the Tiger player curl and got it down to Atkinson. He's tackled straight away. And we'll have another ball up. Rack Rats putting on the tackle. So the umpire about to uh, put it back down again. Right forward pocket for the Magpies. A couple of early goals to the Tigers. There's a whistle on the play. Shepherding free kick. And it's going to go to the Tigers. Curl and will, should be able to take the uh, kick and relieve it up this grandstand side. Hopefully, boys, so you can see it. I love your work, Mel. Thanks for that. <laughs> Curling for the Tigers. It looks like she's going to switch towards Jarks. Jarks just near the top of the goal square at the Monica end here. Queenman Tigers kicking to the pool end. Jarks long and ugly. It's going to reach his target in overs. Overs. Should be able to play on. Gets around his opponent pretty easily. Jolliffe. Good work and run by Jolliffe. Gets the handball over to Camp. Camp, half forward line. Queenman Tigers. Fruin in a one-on-one -on -one contest. Coach tries to claim the mark. Not paid. They're in a bit of trouble here, but get out of it well. Boom. Back to Coates. Coates along the line. Strong mark taken there on the outer wing. Handball across to Harris. Harris to Rats. That's a by Harris. Great tackle by Jarks. Spun him around twice. Not sure how that's not holding the ball. He danced with him on the floor. Anyway, the ball's in the arms of Jolliffe. Probably one of the Tigers' better players. Jolliffe goes short. Not sure how he saw Will Griggs, another one of the better players for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Kicks towards Camp. Camp. He's camped himself under the scoreboard here at Marnica Oval. Looking long. Who's there for the Queanbeyan Tigers? You've got Kavanagh. You've got Quaid. Three Belconnor players back, go up. Fruin into the open goal. The only player that stayed down. <coughs> and he has been rewarded with his second goal. It's almost You could almost see that. Un and you could actually see that happening in the... The ball was coming in and Brett Froon just sat off the back, sat off the back. Three Belconnen players. It almost looked like the Carlton back line. Carlton tends to send plenty of players up at the ball and their opponents get the ball on the ground. And he just ran into what was an open goal. Still had a little bit of work to do. Still had to run the 10 metres at an angle and get that ball in. But the Tigers go out to a 25-point lead. 11, nearly 12 minutes into the second quarter. 7-3, 45-3, 2-20 to the Belcon and Magpies as it comes back into the centre of the ground. It looks like it will be Nathan Curlin will ruck for the Tigers. The ball goes down and goes back up straight in exactly the same spot. He rucks there with Bohm. The ball gets squirted out and it's picked up by King as through the hands of, of Stevens. Ben Clemke didn't get down low enough and it's picked up by Coates. 
Coates handballs it across to a teammate in Talsma who kicks it out wide to the run of Hegarty. Hegarty's tracked there by Matt Little. The ball gets to the ground. All looked like a little bit high on the tackle there by Steve Jolliffe. And it will be Hegarty. Kicks it down the line. Oh, good kick and a good mark taken out there by Harper in front of Jared Atkinson. Swings onto the right, kicks it inside, attacking 50. Goes to their number one goal scorer in Harris. And that ball will go out of bounds. 40 out from the Belcon and goal. Tigers in front, 25 points. Halfway, pretty much halfway through this second quarter. Are you all right now? I am, mate. I've had another <laughs> look at the, the scores in the AFL. <clears throat> Kangaroos by three, six five two six two, and it's the Hawks two four to the Fremantle Dockers three behinds. Ball is on oh, the outer wing. Play, Steve Camp. Good work there by Camp. Got the ball inboard to Little. He went out wide to Conroy to Kavanagh, just inside fifty. Goes short to Heaslip, and the Queensland Tigers did very well there from the half back line to their half forward line without a Bell Connor player touching the footy. Gee, Conroy's in there by himself for a good five to ten seconds before a Belconnen player decides to pick him up. But Mitchie Heaslip, pretty confident he can get the journey. Only going to be kicking from 40. It will just be a matter of accuracy. Not going to get the accuracy on this occasion. May not even get the yardage. Quaid's at the back. Kavanaugh off the ground. I think he's kicked that. Picked it off the ground. And he has oh, kicked a goal. Oh, he did. I thought it came off the defender's uh, leg, but I think he just might have had a fresh air. He had it and missed it. Queanbeyan Tigers get another one. That is their eighth. It's 8-3-51. The Belconnen Magpies 3-2-20. 14 minutes in. Tigers by 31. Starting to get on top here at Marnica Oval. And they're just starting to get their hands on the football. Start. That was the cleanest play so far we've seen this afternoon. Great play from the half-back line. And the Queanbeyan Tigers got a goal. But Connor might be a tad disappointed and do, do a little bit better back there in defence. I think he had a fresh air at it. I think he had a kick at it, but it just uh, it missed everything. But back in the centre of the ground, as Rats is into the ruck with Neil Irwin. Irwin gets the tap to the run of Kirkwood. He just doesn't get it. It's a bit of a... It stacks a little bit of a two players and Hammond and Kirkwood both grabbing the ball at the same time. I was nearly going to use Mal's number one catchphrase there, but I've refrained... Bounce, bounce up, still in the centre square. Carlton, uh, Carlton's. Tigers advantage. The ball gets pushed forward, but Rats comes back to Rats. Drop he drops it. Nothing paid, and the ball's still on the ground. The ball comes out the back, but no one sees it. Players jump on it, and we'll have another ball in. As Kane Stephen comes up, replaced by Griggs. Griggs looks like he'll go forward. Toby Conroy going into the middle. He's just going to have this bounce, Will Griggs says. He gets to the bounce. The ball goes, um, the Ruckman battle at it. The ball goes nowhere. The ball comes free. Picked up by Donahoe. Donahoe handballs into the middle. Has a fresh airy by his teammate. Oh, that was quick. And the ball goes to Danaher. Danaher kicks it inside, attacking 50 onto the lead of Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh will mark that every day of the week. 55 out. Kicks it inside to Conroy. Yes, Conroy, Toby Conroy takes that mark. Plays on, gets up, plays on, kicks the goal to the Tigers. That's the ninth for the Tigers. First for Toby Conroy. Too easy. Took a mark. Was on the ground. Got up. Walks forward. Kicked a goal. Too little. And that's probably a sign that Belconnen has switched off a little bit. Tigers of 9-3-57. Three goals, two trailing. Belconnen at 20 points. 16 into this second quarter. 16 minutes into the second quarter. And 
that's probably something that Matt Locum's not going to be happy about, that level of intensity. Just the, it's been a fairly sizable drop. Yeah, Mal, what is the intensity like down there at ground level? It does appear from up here the Queen Bin Tigers obviously all over Belcon at the moment. Has there been an obvious shift in the intensity of both sides? Yeah, I'm not sure what Belconnen did by taking Porter out of the ruck. He was well on top in the middle, but uh, he's hardly spent any time there this quarter, and that's allowed the Tigers to get on top. He's back there now, so let's see if they can lift, but uh, they've gone very quiet, the Magpies. Well, they've got the next ball out of the middle with Porter. Whistle behind play, not sure what's happening. If, it is, if it's Belconnen free yeah, kick, it was a high why tackle. wouldn't you allow the advantage? They had the ball on their forward line. Anyway, ball is back. High tackle, Neil Irwin, it was on the... Uh... There's, no, the there's no surprises there. Turnbull sneaks on the ground. The ball comes out to him. Nice way to get an easy possession. Goes short. Drop mark there. Conroy, where all good small men should be at the foot of the pack. Mark now taken by Campbell. On the true grandstand wing goes towards Fruin. Always likes to have a look to see what's around him. Just look at the football, Brett. Ball goes towards the centre of the ground. Nice attempt there to mark. Crumb there by Matt Little. Goes short. Queenland Tigers have players everywhere. One of them is Griggs. He goes short to Kavanagh. And as you mentioned earlier, he's going to take those every day of the week. And it's good to see that the guy who could not make the Eastern Conference final squad, Will Griggs, gets it to a player who's pulled out of the final squad in James Kavanagh. Kavanagh's kicked two already this afternoon. Kicked 34 for the season to lead the Neeful goal scorers. That's not a good kick by James Kavanagh. A bit of a bullet, but unfortunately it went to the right of the uprights and through for a minor score. Tigers 9-4-58 in command here at Marnica Oval. 3-2 to Bell Connan. Kick will come in. It's a slow kick in. It's a long high ball. It's gone easily. 65 metres. Big mark attempt at the back. Not paid. Picked up by Joloff. Clever kick around the corner. Irwin, Short, Conroy, Tiger. Good players starting to get their hands on the football. Conroy just on the paint. Kick smothered. Ball's in the hands now of Campbell. Campbell goes out wide. Not a good kick. Quaid's out there for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Trying to find the handle. Eventually does. Handballs to Joloff. Joloff centering kick. Campbell's there for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Didn't go hard enough. And Turnbull's there for Belconnen. Experience of Turnbull. Short kick, not a good one. Puts his teammate under pressure. Turnover will occur here. Cade Klemke goes short into the pocket. Mark taken by Fruin. Tiger player loose in the square. Not seen, or if he was seen, was ignored. <laughs> and Fruin, that player is still leading at him. Player being Will Griggs. Isn't he hungry for the football? Will Griggs. And Fruin. Look, he is usually a beautiful user of the football, and he is a great kick for goal. He's going to have to kick this one because uh, Will Griggs might have a word from him if he doesn't. <laughs> Fruin on the left-hand side. Ball's going to drift to the right. Not a good kick. And it goes through for the minor score. And Will Griggs, in his true professionalism, does not say a word. We're closing in on half-time, so we might remember it. He did give him a, uh, did give him a glare, that's for sure. So it'll be a kick in from Belconnen. 20 minutes into this second quarter, the ball goes straight down the centre of the ground and marked by Sharp and uh, handballs it off to a teammate. The ball's going to come out wide to Locum. Locum gets one hand on it, claims, says, where's the free kick umpire? You got it selected in the rep team. You should be happy with that. 
The ball gets onto the ground. Good tackle by Swan on Locum. Left foot grubber kick along the ground. Picked up for the Tigers by King. Puts it out there to Steve Jolliffe, who would be getting knocked up with possessions. Don't know how many he's got, but we've called him plenty. The ball goes out wide. Lovely kick to the advantage of James Kavanagh. 48 metres out. Looks inside the attacking 50 to the lead of Will Griggs. He's got it this time. And what a lovely bit of play out of the Tigers' back line. A transition play across. Will Griggs kicks it inside to the lead of Neil Irwin. Unselfish, which might make him a good team player, a good rep team player, I would have thought. Yes, he would have been pretty handy up there. He would have been. But uh, where is the is game there, at? Is there a theme to this call at the know. moment? I don't know. There is. It's a theme. You Selectors, st- where was Will Griggs you, in the side? You started it. I know. Absolutely. I was I was absolutely baffled when he didn't make the squad. <laughs> Miller, he did not when even he comes make in, the original squad. Kicks it goal, poster. Did not make the original squad. And, and he hasn't made the revised one either. No, baffling. Anyway, we move on for a couple of moments anyway. Neil Irwin should have kicked that goal. He's not He's not what you call the, the classical, you know, type of a footballer. He's a little bit of a... He is a hard worker. And he's probably not maybe... You don't need hard workers at rep level, that's for sure. Well, that's the thing. The ball gets kicked out. The Tigers get hands on it. Comes to Ben King. Ben kicks it inside, attacking 50. Oh, Mark's dropped there by the Belconnen player. Oh, high tackle. Comes back out to Matt Little. Swings on the left. And that's Kavanagh. Left foot. Goes through for a behind. Tigers peppering the Belconnen goal. 9-7-61 leading the Belconnen Magpies. 3-2-20. As the ball gets kicked out. Actually to the centre square. Good mark taken by Brendan Des for the Magpies in front of Cade Klemke. Looks inside the lead of, of uh, Locum. Oh, crash tackled by two opponents. Gets up and gets, where's me free kick? The ball then goes loose and it's Hodder. Hodder gets, kicks it inside, attacking 50. It should go to the lead in front is, oh, that looked a little bit high and in the back. But Alex Overs gets up, <laughs> gets a little grubber kick. The ball goes to Jared Atkinson. Hamble Handball goes back to Jared Atkinson. <clears throat> Handballs it out wide to Steve Jolliffe again. Jolliffe kicks it, little dinky kick, and it goes to I think it's Will Griggs on that opposite bench. On the opposite side, Kate Klemke then kicks it to Steve Jolliffe, who ran forward, puts on a good tackle to the Belconnen player, but Belconnen comes free with the ball, and they kick it long to the centre wing. The ball goes over the back. Rats paddles it towards the boundary. The boundary will be his saviour in this instance. And the ball goes out of play. Very, very uninspiring passage of play. I thought Jared Atkinson through the middle there could have probably tried, put the jets on and probably ran a little bit, been a little bit more aggressive. Absolutely. Just seems to be motoring it at half speed at this level and he hasn't did, quite... Did come into the season with a, with a thigh slash hamstring injury that they've been managing. Yeah, we're nine weeks into the season though, Pete. I, I believe from my sources that there is still... It's still not quite right, and they're still actually happy for him to be going like he's going with the expectation of great things towards the end of the season. When you're playing a team that's sitting seventh and struggling to win games, wouldn't you maybe give him a week off to get it right so he Possibly. can start motoring at the well, start of the I season? I think there's also the view that he did have a limited pre-season, the fact that he's getting game time and he's getting match practice as part of that. Well, I think once up. you're picking her over the white line, you're 100% fit. Belconnen need a goal here, 3-2-20. Been all queen in this quarter, 9-7. From my recollection, they've kicked five goals to one in this term. Kick around the corner from Belconnen. Didn't go very far. Locum haven't really called him getting the ball too often so far. The two Queanbeyan players can raffle it. One of them is Quaid running into the open goal. Ryan Quaid, kick on the way, likes it, but the umpire doesn't. And he's missed the left-hand side. 
Peppering the goals at the moment, the Queanbeyan Tigers. Nine goals, eight, 62. It's a seven goal margin, three, two, 20. 24 minutes gone in this first term. We did neglect to give the goal scorers after the first term, so we better do that after the second term finishes. Conan taking a long, long time to get the ball back. I guess when it goes over the fence, it's pretty tough when you haven't got a crowd here. But they'll go short, and the mark should be taken by McDonald. He goes short again to the lead of Hammond. Good punch away there by Swan. Very disciplined defender is Swan. And we'll have a boundary throw-in about 65 metres around from the Queanbeyan Tiger goal. Approaching time on here at Marnica Oval, Queanbeyan Tigers 9-8-62, Belconnen 3-2-20. Tigers have taken complete control in this second term. Stevens now finds himself with a bit of room. Kick at the back. Quaid's in good position, but he just can't quite get there. The ball had too much carry, and it went out of bounds on the full. I think he was going to take that player on and then had second thoughts and then uh, rushed the kick a little bit. He usually has the innate ability to find space, does Kane Stevens. Very, very good player. You did tip him as the player of the NEFL, if my memory serves me I did correctly. Indeed. So I have. Yes, I have. he will be getting a Mulrooney medal for that, no doubt, come season's end. I'll be definitely interested in that count now. Belconnen get the ball towards just backward or forward of the wing. Queenman Tiger player through Jarks. Pretty much just dropped that in the tackle. Spin, spin, spin. Rats has gone dancing again. Umpire doesn't call holding the ball this time either. Queenman Tiger should get the ball picked up now by Curlin. Very scrappy bit of play here on the half-back line, but the Tiger players get the ball through numbers. Goes towards Quaid. Nice kick there by the Queanbeyan Tiger. Queanbeyan go towards their half-four line. Good kick there by Quaid to lead of Ben Klemke. Klemke now. Fairly, I won't say it's an open forward line, but there's more black and white jumpers than black and gold. But Tiger player nearly takes a mark in camp. Comes out now towards Hodder. Hodder. Belconnen trying to get the ball out of the defensive zone. They do so now. Hegarty tackled as he kicked, but the kick's still effective. And the mark's taken there by, I think it is, McDevitt. Ball comes out now. Belconnen. Harper. Short pass. Goes towards Harris. Was he tunnelled? Umpire says no. Comes to the back of the pack. Rats tries to take him on. Should have been holding the ball. <laughs> Just got been. a handball out. Picked up now for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Think that's Swan to Fruin. Fruin across to camp, back towards Fruin, and that ugly bit of play is finished in the Queanbeyan Tigers dugout. Jarks, very lucky. He was always going to run, he was always going to take him on, and if he didn't get the handball the way it's dropping the ball. Yeah, I think once you take the player on, you don't get through him. It's got to be holding the ball. He did get a handball away of sorts. Not quite sure how effective it was, but anyway, ball's now in the hands of McDevitt. Kick parsley smothered, picked up now by Swan. He takes the player on as well. Matt Little gets a nice handball out to Overs. Overs. He's got Atkinson out wide. Will he take on Hodder? Too good in the contest for the mark. Goes to ground. So won't be able to use that pace we're looking for. Good work there by the Queanbeyan Tiger player in Bryce. Shrugs off the would-be tackler. Goes towards Kavanagh. At the back of the pack, Campbell. Can he get there? No, he can't. No, it's not Campbell. It's Klemke. Klemke to Kavanagh. Around the corner. He misses to the left-hand side as well. They're peppering the goals. <clears throat> Queenman Tigers 9-9-63 Belconnen 3-2-20 approaching the 28 minute mark of this second term <coughs> K 
kick in from the Belconnor Magpies. Goes outside 50 to the ruck contest and then it's punched from behind by Nathan Curlin. The ball hits the ground. It was Hotter that tried to get it, but the ball goes. Is it out? Yes, it is. It's going to be picked up by Ben King from the Tigers. 28 minutes into this second quarter, the Tigers in front of 43.7 and a bit goals. We'll get a ruck contest. Boundary throw in. Curlin and Bomb. Ball goes over the back. Picked up by Atkinson. Gets tackled pretty quickly. Then it gets going in the hands of Kirkwood. Kirkwood to King. King, oh, is that a mark? Not paid. Tries to kick it off the ground. Was Ben Klemke. Handball goes back across to a Belconnen player. Then kicks it wide to the run of a teammate in Harper. Harper doesn't get to it. The ball comes out from Griggs. Sorry, from Danaher to Klemke. Danaher gets the possession and then kicks a good kick to Kane Stevens. He's 52 out from goal. Closing in on half time. Kicks it inside 52. A good quick lead for Mitchie Danaher. Probably right in Mitchie Danaher's range. Not re- not regarded as a long kicker of the football. But he's going to go from probably about 42 metres. If that guy's on the mark, he's actually walked out about three or four metres as Mitchie Danaher walked back. He just kept on walking. And the umpire wasn't sort of was well, busy talking. If you can get away with it, you, you can, can get away with it. That's for sure. The siren's gone for half time. Mitchie Danaher will come in and kick this go- if it's a goal after the siren. Comes in. Again to the close to the man on the mark. It looks as high, it looks nice, it's it's narrow. It's a behind. It's the tenth behind for the Quimian Tigers. So the half time score here at Monica Roval. Nine goals, 10-64. The Tigers putting on a little bit of a spurt there in that second quarter. Probably what we expected. Belconnen 3-2-20. And that quarter went just over 29 and a half minutes. So the lead being 40-something. 40 40, 44. How's your maths going? Well, I can't, I couldn't remember. 44 <laughs> points. The Tigers in front, 44 points. Probably the halftime score that we expected after probably a first quarter that we didn't expect. No, I expected that from the first quarter from Belcon. I thought they'd come out fired up. They did so. It was a scrappy game. The game got brought back to their level. And uh, I just figured that the longer the game went, the class of the Queanbeyan Tigers, the cleanliness of the team, Queanbeyan Tigers, would come to the fore. It did in that quarter. They kicked five goals, eight. Inaccurate. They probably should have kicked more than that to the Belconnen Magpies kicking one goals. Goal scorers here at Marnica over for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Multiple goals, all twos to Quaid, Kavanagh, Griggs and Fruin. And Toby Conroy has the only single. For the Belconnen Magpies, they're all singles. Bohm, Harris and Des are the goal scorers. But much better quarter for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Not sure their intensity actually went up at all, but definitely the Belcon and Magpies' intensity dropped. Interesting here, Toby Conroy getting interviewed <laughs> by the Nifo boys at half time. Very uh, AFL like this. Not quite sure that. Uh, How would you be Matt Locum? His team's behind by 44 points. Yeah, he and should he, be and addressing gonna, his charge. And they're going to thrust the microphone in his face and say, how do you reckon you went in that second quarter, mate? Look, I do think you need to be promoting the game. This is great by, by Neeful and Jack Masters in particular, you know, initiating this sort of thing. Look, the players have got this. Look, in all honesty, Mal, I'll get down to you shortly for your summary of the first half. And you'll definitely agree with me. There's, there's enough coaches and assistant coaches mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. back coaches and forward coaches and ruck coaches and water boy coaches to... Uh, to be able to address the team before the main coach comes in. So there's a lot of Indians there 
um, to direct the Chiefs. I the Chiefs to direct the Indians, I should say. I watch plenty of footy. I watch plenty of footy Friday nights and Saturdays and Sundays. Whenever they talk to a, they talk to a player off the ground at, at quarter time or half time or three quarter time, the player never gives anywhere near as much as talking to an assistant coach who's running off the ground at three quarter time who doesn't have an opportunity to prepare anything. They pretty much say what they've just talked about. I, I think it's a better situation. Just wonder if Mao, maybe you could run out in the ground and just get a little word with, with Logan for us. Mao, what do you reckon? Yeah, Niso, maybe I'll ask him how he's got his position in the Neeful team ahead of Will Griggs. <laughs> I'll leave that one with you, Mao. He's Mal. hardly touched the ball. Yes, anyway, Mao, what was your impressions of that first half, particularly that second quarter, the Queenland Tigers? Not sure if their intensity lifted, but definitely Bill Connor's intensity appeared to drop. Yeah, I think uh, exactly what Mark Loken didn't want to happen in his quarter-time address. He said, keep up the intensity and um, keep pushing putting the pressure on them, and that's exactly what they didn't do. Porter going out of the ruck didn't help. They started to lose the centre square, and the Tigers got right on top. Apart from some inaccurate kicking, they uh, probably would have had a 10-12 goal lead. Yeah, absolutely. Half-time here at Marnica Oval. It's the Queanbeyan Tigers, 9-10-64 to Belconnen Magpies, 3-2-20. All to do for the Belconnen Magpies. But from up here in the commentary box, we'll leave you for 10, 15 minutes and head back to the studio, and then we'll be back for the second half. Do love a pie, but unfortunately, I don't know about other people liking pies. Didn't you have some dramas a couple of years ago with the suggestion of someone being a little... No, no. Not, I not just, the ideal no, playing weight? I do remember that someone was called a shape, and that shape was round. Right. And I didn't mention anything about meat pies that day. Funny enough, it was, it was, a, it was against Bill Connan at uh, Margaret Donahue, I think it might have been called back then, and uh, the Bill Connan magpies didn't take too kindly to it. Wrote a letter to the Queanbeyan Tigers complaining. We're about to start here. The third term at Marnica Oval, all to do for the Bill Connan magpies. Will this be a percentage-building half for the Queanbeyan Tigers? The guys in black and gold certainly hope so. Porter got the tap. Shark there by the Queanbeyan Tigers in. Griggs got it to Conroy. The running player out wide is Jolliffe. The kick goes towards Kavanagh. The handball to Ben Klemke. Is this the start they wanted? It is. Queanbeyan Tigers. Not sure how long that took, but it wasn't long at all. Scoreboard will eventually uh... fly over. Well, that's less than uh, 20 seconds for the Queanbeyan Tigers to register a goal. 10-10-70 to the Belconnen Magpies. 3-2-20 did not lay a mitt on the ball. And that is Ben Klimke's first of the afternoon. 14th for the season. And as we mentioned pre-game, the amount of options the Queanbeyan Tigers seem mm, to have down mm. there in the full line. They've only had no, no players kick more than two goals. So they're sharing the workload well in front of goal. And uh, that's Ben Clemsey, just another player they've got to worry about. Would have loved to have seen the um, <clears throat> the stats at halftime to see how many touches Steve Jolliffe had. Because I can he, tell you. Okay, how many? 25 touches in that to first half. Wow. And they were, most of them were pretty good. They were. He was probably uh, the standout player along with Will Griggs on the ground. Turnbull tries to get the ball out of the centre for Bell Conan. They need him to lift one of their senior players. Gets the ball out to, I think it was Curtis. He's not going to get anywhere near that. Queenbeyan Tiger player we mentioned already, Jolliffe, is being harassed by Belconnen out wide, 2v1, takes the ball over the line, and it will be a throw-in. Directly across at the centre wing, outer side of the ground, Queenbeyan Tigers in complete control. Matty Loken would not have wanted that start. 
20 seconds it took for the for his half-time address to go down the toilet. And uh, his charges have to start again. Again, the ball is out of bounds, out of side. And it seems to be where it has going to be stuck for another minute or so. Both teams, a lot of man-on-man -man around the ground. I'm pretty sure that would be the instruction from Bill Conan, just to go man-on-man -man and try and um, ease the hemorrhaging. Queanbeyan Tigers trying to get the ball out, but it's Bill Conan picked up now by Hegarty. He's had a few touches, gets the ball down towards Curtis, usually in defence. Looks like he might be playing across the half-forward line. Go. Tigers play down injured there. Take a long time to get. Looks like it's Neil Irwin. Ball goes towards the forward line, and it's Harris. Too busy watching what was happening with Neil Irwin there, so I'm not sure whether... I think Harris might have taken a mark there, Mal. Yes, it is. Thanks, mate. I was too busy watching Neil Irwin then. Unfortunately, both of us were watching the same bit of play, and I was watching the play. But Harris, the leading goal scorer for the Bell Connor Magpies this season, he has 20... I know you can't see him at home, but he would only be a pint-sized rocket. Not much of him. Lining up now is a left footer. They're usually... Well, that's his second out of bounds. I know he's just scraped that one in for a point. So Bill Conan get on the board. First score since the first quarter. 3-3-21. Queenie Tigers 10-10-70. Just over three minutes gone here in the third term. Neil Irwin uh, back up and about. The kick comes in from Mitchie Danaher to Klemke of Cade's variety, kicks it down the line to the contest, pushed under it for Swan and paid for by the umpire and uh, it'll, ball will go back oh, Will Griggs goes, I can get this a little push and shove by uh, by Brendan Des, I don't know what that was about but the ball will go back to Andrew Swan who's going to kick it, 60 out from his own from uh, his own goal and then kicks it down the line marks taken by Quaid Directly in front of the interchange gates, looks inside. It's got the lead of Klemke, but it doesn't get to him. And it's cut off and a mark taken by Bohm. Bohm handballs it back to Henning. Henning looks across the ground and kicks the ball across to a contest. Ball goes over the back of Hodder, who butters up, but Froon comes in and puts a little bit of pressure on the ball. Pops out the back. Toby Conroy, lovely spin. And then it goes to Mitchie Danaher. Tries to shove the tackle, but drops it. Should have been holding the ball. Hodder gets the ball and it's handballed out wide to a teammate, that could be in uh, Porter. Porter handballs it down the line into the middle of the ground into a contest. Back to Hodder, who gets tackled. Probably holding the ball again, but he's there. Umpires are consistent. Conroy to Swan. Swan to Jolliffe. Jolliffe to Mitchie Danaher. That looked like it was a high sling, but it's not paid. And the ball and the kick fortuitously goes to Kavanagh on the lead. Got to be in front in these situations. Kavanagh looks inside. Quaid offers the lead, but the ball goes straight to the middle of the ground, and there's three players... To Kane Stephen, it's picked up by Big Porter. Oh, 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 oh. saddleback Bronco rider. <laughs> wow, goodness me. WWF. That was a little bit, that was a reverse body slam because the guy <laughs> doing the slamming ended up on the bottom. A big port of the Ruckman, and who was it? That's Swanee. Oh, it's Swanee, and Swanee gets up going, what the heck's going on with that? Nice swan dive there. Oh, dear. The Ruck contest goes. Neil Irwin back up and about, but the ball comes out the back, and it's kicked forward, I think, there by Brendan Des. Punched forward there by Jux into the, looks like into the path of Jolliffe. Jolliffe gets it, handballs to Atkinson, back to Jolliffe. Jolliffe kicks it then wide to Will Griggs. Gets it, handballs it to the runner, Stevens. Stevens looks up, kicks it down into the, into Bermuda Triangle and will that go out of bounds? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Oh. <laughs> Mark Take it away, Cav. The ball goes back inside into a contest over the top 
of it was uh, Toby Conroy. Oh. oh, pickpocketed Kane Stevens runs into an open goal, kicks it behind. Nope. Kicks a goal. I'm sure that was a bit on the narrow side. Kane Stephen comes in, kicks his first, the Tigers' 11th of the game, off what was a pinch the pocket of the Belconnen player. He shouldn't have really got that. Belconnen pretty much almost doing what Queenman were doing in the first half, handballing it for the sake of handballing and no run. What I liked about the uh, the play prior to the shot from goal from Stevens was the names we were calling. It was Jolliffe to Griggs to Stevens. That's the future of the football club, and they're three of the better players on the ground today. And it really is is refreshing to see these young players come up. As Neil Irwin goes into the race, I'm not sure if he was holding a groin there. We might, like it. Yeah, we might get Mao to maybe uh, ask Michael Goiser there, the Queanbeyan runner. It looks fantastic in fluorescent yellow, does Michael Goiser. Splendid. Back in the middle, Porter gets the tap, but Stevens is just too good in these tight in these tight positions. Gets out muscled there by Turnbull. Oh. Smashed is the Queanbeyan Tiger player Danaher. Umpire allows play to go on. Now it's in the hands of Conroy. Conroy goes out wide. Is it too wide? No, Quaid just got his oh. fingertips to it. Not sure the boundary umpire was in the perfect position to see that, but um, out of bounds. Right in front of the Tiger dugout. They'd be pretty happy so far. Tigers 11, 10, 76. All over the Belconnen Magpies since quarter time. 3, 3, 21. Short pass by Belconnen to Coat. Coat now goes to the lead of Rats. Once it gets near his barrel chest, they ain't going anywhere. Doesn't matter what Roy Jarks does. He's a pretty wide fella. Is Rats. The kick goes to the pocket. Still a long way from home. Just marks outside the forward 50. Hammond. Pops it up to the top of the square. The only player down there for Belconnen is Harris. And he's probably the smallest player down there. Poor handball by the Queanbeyan Tigers. Bucks of fortune. They got two players there to pounce on the football to uh, stop any damage. But that was just a little bit of uh, arrogance for the Queanbeyan Tigers. It's almost like one of those ones, you know, off one step you try to kick it 45 metres to a player. They, he just caught it and then tried to handball it in the same motion. Yeah, there was no composure there. And the player is Danaher, gets the ball out wide to Jolliffe, must be nearing 30 possessions out wide to the captain in Quaid. Quaid goes inboard, loose player for the Queanbeyan Tigers is Bryce. Bryce, the runner, he's still running. This is Jolliffe again, he's got the ball on a string, goes towards Kavanagh. In the front of the pack is Klemke, roved it well. Goes to ground in the tackle. Handball goes out wide. Picked up now, Bell Conan. Player there is Harper. Oh, great oh! tackle. That's got to be holding oh, the ball, umpire. I, I was looking at the umpire in the middle of the ground. It didn't signal a thing. Great work by King. That's the tackle of the day so far. Bell Conan looked to be launching an attack from the half-back line. But King, desperate as ever, kicks on its way. Has it got the journey? No. Comes to ground. Kavanaugh looked like he might have got one in the eye. Picked up now by Rats. Rats just wants to get the ball out as long as possible. It's going to come straight back in, though. The player that could not make the, the needful middle, side is Griggs. Griggs switches it to Curlin. Curlin, what's he going to do? Goes short. Mark taken by Camp. Camp gets onto the right boot. Goes short to Atkinson. Good possession play by the Queanbeyan Tigers. Belconnen looked to be flooding. Goes long. Who's there? It's a two-on-one. No, Klemke's at the back of the pack. Did he hold it long enough? Umpire says no. Pack forms. And this has got to be a ball up. Get a fair piece of that to Ben Klemke. Yeah, Klemke's. lost it on the way down. I think it's fair enough. I think that's that's a... As long as they're consistent, I think that's more we can ask. I must admit, I've not seen Matt Locum in this second uh, 
in the second half. I don't. I haven't seen him on the ground. He's hard to miss anyway. Can't be on the ground. Little taps it out. Picked up now by the Belconnen player in Viney. Gets it out to a teammate. Goes short. That's Bohm. Bohm gets it to Douglas. Douglas goes to Turnbull. They have numbers here. Handball across to Hegarty. Hegarty, what's he wants to do? Spins one way, goes back in board, puts his teammate under pressure in Donahue. Hegarty now, they work it by hand to Turnbull. Turnbull puts on the speed, goes towards Donahue. Tried to be hit there by Jarks, miss. Half-back line for the Queanbeyan Tigers, picked up by Bryce. That's the way to do it. None of this handball stuff. Go long towards your leading forwards in Kavanagh. Kavanagh with the switch. Who's there? It's Camp. Camp gets a handball to Swan. Swan to Stevens. Good build-up by the Queanbeyan Tigers. He can't be happy, Josh Bryce. You've called him Swan. You've called him Swan just then. Did I? Well, yeah. he doesn't know that because he should be playing football. His parents Long will know. kick there by Griggs. It's another goal to the guy that couldn't make the kneeful side. Get that one into you. That's his third. What I like about Griggs. He's not only a great on-baller, but he kicks goals. Yep. And uh, when you've got some of the names in that kneeful side who... Uh, are struggling to kick goals themselves. It just baffles me. I know I'm going to go on about it the whole time, but uh, I know I've got a supporter down there with a microphone and a Collingwood jacket. Mal, great play by the Queanbeyan Tigers. They're well on top here at Marnica Oval. Certainly are, Niso. And uh, Pete, to answer your question, Logan, he's on the bench where he belongs. <laughs> well, I hope this isn't going to the north side of, uh, of Canberra because they would be... Probably would have turned it off by now anyway. Well, you'll need to check Mal to see if he's injured because if he's not injured and he's not playing, well, he needs to give his paycheck back because that's well, just not acceptable. No, he's chipped a fingernail, I think. Ball's in the middle. King tries to get the ball out, but the umpire's seen a free kick. It goes to Hegarty. Hegarty in one of the circles there. No Queenman Tiger player on the mark. That's poor discipline. Kick long. Ratz is there. It's going to go over his head. No, it's not. Great mark by the big fella. Too big, too strong. And he just plucked it from the air. He's been an absolute loyal servant of the Belconnor Football Club, hasn't he? Yeah, For absolutely. For many, many years. Always, absolutely. always uh, puts in, always gives 100%. And a nice, something that is hard to say for me, he's actually a nice bloke. Oh. He's wearing a Belconnor jump. He's actually a nice bloke. They've had a few in the years. Not the most reliable kick normally, but he's got this one. Splits the middle. And Belconnen get a much-needed goal. Their first since the first term. 4-3-27. Queanbeyan <coughs> Tigers, as the scoreboard rolls over, I think it was 10-12 or 12-10? No, 12-16. 12-10. 10 will go. Yeah, 12-10-82. The scoreboard does roll over very quickly. Obviously, it's not being done by the Bryants, that's for sure. But Ratz has his first of the afternoon and a much-needed goal for Belconnen. Brings the margin back to a very paltry eight goals, seven. And my math says that's 55. Ball's in the middle. Change in the middle there for the Queenman Tigers. We did say that Irwin did go off. Looked like to be holding a groin. Porter went up, got the ruck against Curlin for the Tigers. Tigers go in there though. Queenman Tiger player smashed to the ground. Ball comes out to turn. Ball just starting to get his hands on the footy a bit more than did in the first half. Drop mark there by Coat, one that he probably should have taken. Goes to ground now. He's in trouble now. And the umpire and Coat. The boundary umpire says it's out of bounds. Coat not really happy with the attention given to him by Coat. I think it was a fairly strong tackle. It was fairly strong, yeah. but when you go to ground, you, uh, you're there for the picking. Ruck tap goes into no one's real advantage. Not quite sure who got that. Try time here at Marnica Oval, pushing the back, and it will go to Henning. 
Spots up a loose player in Sharp. Sharp goes wide. They don't mind playing wide. It sort of says to me they haven't got confidence in, in their spine when it comes to uh, their forward line. Mark taken by Hammond. Long way from home still. Going to be kicking from 60. Not going to get the journey. Spots up a leading forward. Good lead. Saw the hole and ran for it. And the Queanbeyan Tigers weren't quick enough to plug it. And the mark has been taken by Hodder. And Hodder will be lining up from about 40 metres out. Acute angle, about 45, 50 degree angle. Just got to pop it to the left-hand goalpost and let it just drift to the right. Hodder now. Oh, it's an ugly-looking kick. He's given it no chance whatsoever other than to go out of bounds on the fall. And we've seen quite a few balls sucked into that uh, right forward pocket over the boundary line there, Pete. And uh, there's no doubt it's a really difficult pocket to kick goals from, but you've just got to give it a chance by aiming it at the left-hand goalpost. I've got to tell you, Niso, I've never kicked a goal from that pocket. We didn't have to tell me, but you have. I've told you, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I'm, I've never kicked a goal from that pocket. And I've got to tell you, I've probably not kicked a goal from... At Monica Oval, so more my football was down the other end. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I kicked it in from fullback plenty of times. I'll, uh, I'm obviously the expert of kicking goals in this <laughs> yes, box then. I the, think so. The ball comes so. out towards Atkinson. Atkinson, he puts on the charge. Is that one bounce? If he gets motoring, no one can catch him. Kicks goes long. It's Campbell. One on one contest. Campbell. Good work by the Bell Connor defender in Campbell as well. So it was Campbell v. Campbell, and Campbell won that one. Good the, contest by Campbell. It was a great yeah. contest by Good Campbell. Win. And uh, the two Campbells line up each, on each other again. Ball is about 55 metres around from the Queanbeyan Tiger goal. Out of side. Tigers kicking to the Marnica. Ran shark by Bell Conan. Turnbull starting to get his hands on the ball a bit more. They need more from him. Ball goes through a pack of players. At the back of the pack is Bell Conan. Coat now. Bit of a Pagan's paddock here. Harris is there. Keeps his eye on the football. Oh, I dropped the mark. I thought he was going to take it. Tigers now have numbers through Jarks. Jarks, handball over the top to Bryce. Bryce now goes to his lookalike in Swan. They've just got similar hair. They do indeed, yes, they, they do. They do. Swan kicks around the corner. He slipped. Well, his hairstyle's changed, that's for sure, dramatically, in fact. And he slipped. Marks in front of the Bell Conan dugout. Goes down the line to the Queanbeyan one. Quaid's in good position. Punch away by Porter. And it goes out of bounds in front of the Tiger dugout. And it'd be a pretty happy dugout at the moment with the Queanbeyan Tigers in total command here. 12 goals, 10, 82 to Belconnen. Four goals, 3, 27. Porter gets the tap. Bit of ping pong here by Belconnen. Eventually they'll get it out. Turnbull having a good quarter here for Belconnen. Handball's to a player oh. that didn't really want it. Coat looked to Shepard, but uh, Turnbull gave him the handball. And that's just not knowing really what's around you. And uh, the resulting kick... He's got a big ruckman on his tail and he handballs the team. Yeah, interesting handball by Turnbull. I think he was really looking for the one-two, but the result is a Queanbeyan Tiger free kick. Out of bounds on the full was the decision, and Danaher. He'll kick the ball down the line to the grandstand wing. Good mark taken there by Heasley in front of Porter. The runner is Conroy. Goes towards Kavanagh. He's got a metre, but the kick does hold up. Good sharking there by Bell Connor. Kick's not a good one. Game has been fairly error-riddled so far in the first two and a bit quarters with Queenman probably making a, a few less mistakes than Bell Conan, which is why they are in front on the scoreboard. Ball's in the hands now of Harper. He's a good young player, is Harper. Good mark at the back, not taken there by Curlin. Ball comes to ground. Yes, he's tackled by the Queenman Tigers. Illegally, said the umpire, 
and Des will get the free kick. Half forward line for Bill Connan. Kicks it inside the attacking 50. Oh, good mark on the lead. Taken by their goal-kicking player, Harris. He's 54 out. He's, he's, uh, no he chance. looks at it. Yeah, legs are too small to kick that far. Seven and a half into this third quarter. As Niso just said, very, very uninspiring quarter. I think Queen Yan going through the motions a little bit. Bill Conan just trying to hold on and not make it too bad. But he's going to come in. It looks like he's kicking for goal because nothing else is... Uh, no other options. He's going to kick the big rats maybe in the square, but comes kicks from probably about 48 left-footed. It's going to go out wide, and it's going to go out on the full. So they've had two out on the fulls so far in this quarter, and that will be... It'll probably be uh, Mitchie Danaher who's going to kick that in. Ball goes out to Jolliffe. Jolliffe down the line. Lovely kick and lovely mark by Josh Bryce. Hello to Josh Bryce's parents listening over there in Gerildery. Hopefully, they might, hopefully they're listening to us and watching the coverage on the Neeful website. That ball's kicked inside, I think it was by Toby Conroy. Mark taken by Brett Frund. 40 out. Reasonable angle. He's going to come in and try to kick his third for the afternoon. Lead from Will Griggs ignored as he lines up. This is what he's paid the money, the big bucks for Brett Frune to come in. Kick this. Kicks it. Looks fairly straight. Very, very straight. What a great kick. What a great goal. Brett Frune kicks his third for the afternoon. Tigers 13-10-88. Belconnen 4-3-27. 61 points. So just ticked over the 10 goal margin. And uh, a very, very good passage of play from the back pocket. Bryce, Josh Bryce on the wing. Jolliffe, got to be 32s, 33s, oh, 34s. He's 35 now. He's all over the place. And Jolliffe, I, got I, leather poisoning. Yeah, I noticed something there before. Even when he wasn't getting the ball, he was still defending. He was still actually paying uh, great respect to his opponent. So he's prepared to go both ways. No, he's a class act. Is Jolliffe. Just wondering, Mal, whether he could duck over to the other grandstand. That's the 2002 Belconnen Premiership uh, winning team over there. Wonder what they think of the uh, the future of the Belconnen Magpies. So the Queenbean Tigers get the ball out through Danaher. Mal, can you get over there and do an interview or two for us? I might pass on that opportunity, Niso. <laughs> Lucky I'm not on boundary side. Anyway, the ball is in the hands of Stevens. Stevens goes towards Quaid. Too big, too strong and too good. And they would have reminded you, didn't you play in the 2002 grand final? I did. And what was the score? I do not remember much about the game. Did you kick other a goal? Than, uh, I think I kicked three goals for the game from a pocket. Um, I, look, we got smashed. I think we got smashed by about 60 or 70 points. They were the best team that year. But you know what? That was 10 years ago, and the future is looking brighter now for the Queanbeyan Tigers than it is for the Bill Connor Magpies as Ryan Quaid kicks his third of the afternoon and Queanbeyan Tigers keep getting stronger and stronger. 14-10, 94, Belconnen 4-3-27. Unfortunately, Pete, in 12 months' time, they'll be here again because they won in 03 and again they won in 04. And unfortunately, <laughs> I was part of all three of those losing grand finals. So um, they do bring back some uh, bitter, bitter who was, memories. Who was coaching them at, at that point of time? It was Deniman. Okay. He did a fantastic job for them. Look, they, had, they were a class act. They, they turned their club around from being, well, they, they've now pretty much done a 360 okay. degree. You know, they, they went from being what they are out here today 
to being the premier club in the competition. They played something like seven or eight out of grand finals out of ten. Uh, we were lucky enough to beat them in 98, 99, but they definitely got us in the early 2000s. The ball gets kicked out of the middle, goes towards Queenian. Relay free. Yeah, fell after disposal. Didn't quite see what happened, but the ball uh, is Kane in the hands Stevens, of Campbell. Campbell for Queanbeyan inside the square. It's a long kick, not to the advantage of anybody bar a Bell Conan player. Poor kick and the mark taken. There's a little bit of grandstanding there. Douglas switches the play. Bell Conan trying to get the ball out of the defence. Not going to do with that kick. That's a poor kick. Marked by Griggs. Loose play here is Fruin. Should gobble it up and should go back to kick his fourth goal of the afternoon. And really. Since quarter time, it's just been one-sided affair here at uh, Marnica Oval. Interesting in the middle of the ground, Daniel Campbell having plenty to say after kicking the ball to the opposition. So, not just quite sure. I know he was having a bit to say with uh, Matt Locum, which they could actually be brothers. Matt Locum and Daniel Campbell. <laughs> I'm not going near that one. Anyway, the ball's in the hands of Fruind. He's lost about 12 kilos in the pre-season, apparently did Campbell. Not a good kick there by Fruin, and just misses the left-hand side of the upright. Bill Connor will get the ball back in. He looks like he's gone over the line there, but not seen by the umpire. Goes out wide and long. Good mark taken out there. Might be Curtis. Curtis always looks clean. Unfortunately, he likes to be looking flashy, but doesn't really do much when the team needs him the most, in my opinion. Ball comes out wide. Mark, no, not a mark. It's a handball been given across to Hammond. Turnbull's got it now. Definitely got himself involved in this quarter. Ball comes in board. What's he going to do? Hotter is hot. Gets the handball out. Belconnen inching their way forward by handball. Now it's in the arms of Bohm. The big fella gets it to Turnbull. Turnbull. Handball's out wide. This might be Harris. Flying shot at goal. Not going to make the distance again. Cade Klemke learned to punch the ball away when you're behind. Out mark because you were out position. You should have punched it away. And the mark was taken by Des. Poor play by the coach. He needs to be told. That's twice in this game. Where's the runner? Get him out there. Didn't learn the first time. Should have punched that one away. And he'd be filthy with himself because that was poor play. Look, you'd probably expect a little bit more than... Uh you expect more from certainly on the last line. You just don't know what's going to happen oh, there. It's coming behind you, and um, yep, it is a given. Who kicked that goal, uh, Niso? That goal was by Des in his second of the second afternoon. Five three thirty three. Bell Conan, Queensland Tigers fourteen eleven ninety five. Might get down to Mal just to get a comment from Mal. Yeah, Cade's made a few blues today in the defensive line, unlike him. And as you mentioned, that's the second time he should have punched. I'm sure you'll learn from it. He's only, 20, only 21 years old, so he's probably got a bit of a... This is one of the things we need to keep in, you know, take into consideration. The, the coach is 21, 22. A lot of the majority of the players are probably on the, the bottom end of 22 uh, years. It's the basic of football yeah. you were taught as a kid. When you're behind, you punch. End of story. You should Indeed. be doing it. You've got to practice what he preaches. The ball goes wide, uh, kicked out of the centre by Stevens. Gets uh, on the bobble, it gets picked up by Kavanagh and then he handballs it to Benny King. Swings on the right, snaffles it around, does he? Goal. Yes, he does. Goal to Ben King. He's been very, 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 very good and he might be just having a little bit of a run up forward as a reward for his good play through the middle of the ground. He is an absolute dynamo and a workhorse. Talked about him last night on the sports drive with Adrian Pavisi and... Um, extremely happy with him as a recruit and certainly with Nathan Curlin as well 
an absolute surprise packet that uh, they could not be happier with. Just love his work ethic, mm. no, he's in and under, he's skillful, just really hard at it and uh, does all the team things, very uh, very unselfish player, love the way he plays his footy and Queen Mid Tigers have uh, unearthed some players that, uh, that you know we'd never heard of and it quite possibly is because of the influence of Kay Klemke knowing some of these players um, from his past and uh, look, we've recruited very well this year, long way to go though but the signs are good for season 2012. So Skirlin goes in the ruck and the ball gets to the ground. There's nobody's going to get that out of there as the umpire runs in and says, we'll have that again. It's pretty much in the centre circle again for another bounce. Tigers in front by 68 points here at the 26-minute mark of this third quarter. Bounce down goes. Nathan Curlin gets outrucked there by his opponent. Handball then goes across and a kick forward by McDonald. McDonald goes in forward there to its Harris. The ball's then one out the back. Harris kicks it across to a teammate. Then the ball goes inside, attacking 50. Kate Klemke tries to spoil, but he's half a second too late. And there's a mark taken. It's about 30 metres out. It's right in the scoreboard pocket. Just closing in on 27 minutes into this third quarter. The Tigers clearly in command. And it will be a shot on goal. Don't know who that is at the minute. The ball goes in and it goes across. I think it's probably narrow side and it's a behind for the Belconnen Magpies. It pushes them out to 5-4-34. Jared Atkinson will kick the ball in, kicks it to himself and looks up the field and then goes bang and then kicks it wide out to a contest. Steve Jolliffe backing back. It looks like as Kate Klemke runs through, gets a little bit of a hand or a little bit of a nudge on that and the ball goes out of bounds. On the opposite side of the ground to the C score, well, actually under the scoreboard pretty much. And we're going to be closing in on three quarter time. You interchange with Toby Connery making his way back on the ground. <clears throat> the ball goes to the ground, just bounces out of the hands of Ben King. Ben King puts on a tackle, but that's not going to count because the free kick was already paid to the big ruckman. I think that's in Porter for the Magpies. Ungainly kicking style, kicks it inside, forward 50. Swan was in front, probably could have marked that, but did the right thing as a backman and did the punch. Then uh, Kate Klemke gets a free kick for over the shoulder, kicks it down the line to Steve Jolliffe. Steve Jolliffe backs up, looks out wide, and then goes across to Nathan Curlin. Belconnen magpie player, a little bit late. Curlin spins around, runs down the side and kicks it up the line to Quaid. Quaid's beaten in that contest by his opponent, Belconnen opponent who gets the handball back and then handballs it to a, play, a teammate in trouble. The ball hits the ground and it comes to Stevie Camp. Stevie Camp kicks it inside, attacking 50. Oh, Mark's taken by Kavanagh, but he keeps it in front of him, spins around on the right. Is he going to have... No, he has a bounce going the wrong way there, Cav, but he handballs it long way back to... Nathan, uh, sorry, to Jeremy Kirkwood. Kicks it inside, forward 50 to Brett Fruin. Brett Fruin, does he trap it? No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Gets it on the ground. He keeps it in, keeps it in. Will he keep it? The ball's still in dispute, just on the pocket. The ball goes out wide. That's Ben Klemke, sorry, Kay Klemke, kicks it across to his opponent in coat. Coat kicks, gets the ball, marks it out, and then kicks it out wide there to Curtis. Curtis swings around on the right-hand side, kicks it to a contest. Jacks from behind is going to take the... Gets off hands and then goes to Swan. Swan to Kirkwood. Kirkwood back to Jacks, bobbling around. Jacks handballs it across to... Jared Atkinson spins out of a tackle, handballs it on the left, back to Jacks. Looks forward and then kicks a little wobbly punt across into Matt Little. Bounces over his head. Ball goes across the back. Picked up by 
McDevitt, who handballs it back to Big Curtis, and then Curtis just pumps it long to a contest. Oh, almost a good mark. Handball from Nathan Curlin. Wasn't really a handball. Swan gets caught with that, and he's pinged, holding the ball by Andrew Swan. 30-minute mark of this third quarter. Well, actually, that's it. And that's three-quarter time at Marnica Roval. The Tigers, well, I was just about to read that. and then <laughs> Queeming Tigers, 15-11. Belconnor Magpies are 5 4 34. So 15 11 101. The Belconnor Magpies 5 4 34. A six goal third term for the Queanbeyan Tigers. A lot more accurate term for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Six goals one. Belconnor managed two goals two. So their first score since the first quarter. Queenie Tigers in complete control here. They have a commanding lead and it really is going to be. The only question is by how far in the last quarter. Obviously, Belconnor will want their Chargers to win the term and the Queanbeyan Tigers want to boost their percentage and they've got the foot on the neck. It's whether they have the desire to step a bit harder and snuff out anything that Belconnor can put forward to them. But good quarter by the Queanbeyan Tigers. It hasn't been the highest standard of game, we have to confess, Pete. It really hasn't lived up to expectations from a Queanbeyan Tiger point of view. I think that's more to do with... No, Belconnor may be dragging the Tigers down a little bit towards their level, but they're clearly uh, they are the classier of the two out there this afternoon. Oh, look, I think that's a given. Nisa, I think that you're probably right. That probably the standard is where where um, Belconnor's standard is, probably not what the Tigers are. You know, we talked about at the beginning of the game, the question was where, you know, Belconnor were going to be able to get a score from. Five goals, you know, two from Brendan Des. Um, you know, uh, Harris has been... Had a, probably a couple of opportunities, but generally speaking, has been fairly well held. But they're not going to kick a score. You know, five goals at three-quarter time um, against 15. And probably the Tigers would expect to kick, you know, another five or six in this last quarter and, um, you know, get away with a very, very comfortable win. Yeah, look, they've been really good value for kicking 20 goals a game so far, the Queanbeyan Tigers. Not quite sure how many games they have done that, but definitely more than most in the competition. Letting goal scorers on the ground, it's three apiece to Quaid, Griggs and Fruant. James Kavanagh has two. He's been pretty well held. He's got some possessions, but he hasn't really got them in dangerous mm. positions. Conroy, Stevens, King and Ben Klemke with one. And you mentioned for Bell Conan, Des is the only multiple goal scorer. He has two and singles to Ratz, Bohm and Harris, who, who looks dangerous. Mm but they just haven't got the ball into the forward 50 often enough for him to be able to produce anything. And when he has had his opportunities, he's actually kicked quite poorly. So he hasn't made the most of the limited opportunities that have come down his way, and they have been few and far between. But three-quarter time here at a sun-drenched Monica. A beautiful day for football. 15 goals, 11-101 to Belconnen. Five goals, 4-34. I did predict... I had a bit of a conversation with a couple of the uh, the NEFL broadcasts and they asked me what my tip for the day was and then they corrected themselves, okay, how much do you think Queen will win by? Uh-huh. And I should be predicted between, uh, anywhere between 10 and 12 goals. So I may well be a little bit out of the ballpark there. Tigers, if they continue on their merry way, could probably win by about 15, 16 goal here this afternoon. I think it's going to be an interesting one. From the Tigers' perspective, is whether they've got, and I think this is one thing that Cade Kempley's Cade Klemke's very, very keen to push them with is actually to, you know, you've got your foot on the throat. Now, 
you know, let's let's put a little bit of pressure on it and let them know that the next time that they come out and play us, they know we're going to beat them by 20 goals. We, they know we beat them by 20 goals last time. We need the Tigers need to get that. Um, you know, that killer instinct in, into them. Well, I think it's a pretty close competition this year. If you have a look at the ladder, you know, Tigers are sitting on five and one, Eastlake are five and two, Swans are four and three, along with Hills, Eagles and Ainsley, and the UWS are sitting on three and three. So there's six sides really vying for five positions. And, you know, percentage could well play a part come, you know, August, September. And the Tigers, if they keep winning, percentage doesn't really matter because they're sitting on top at the moment with a very healthy percentage of 175. But, you know, we're about to approach the June and July, which traditionally in Canberra is cold and could be wet and, and very awkward to play football. So early wins are vital. And uh, one difference between this Queanbeyan Tiger side compared to, I guess, the Tiger sides of the last couple of years is that when they have been in winning positions at three-quarter time, they have gone on. The Tigers tended to fade a bit last year. We called quite a few games where... They were pretty good for the first two and a half to three quarters. And ended up just popped down to Mal Prentice. He's been at both huddles and just interested to see what he's got for us. Mal, if you can hear us, uh, what was the uh, message at three-quarter time? I think he's actually just down there talking to uh, to Neil Irwin, just trying to probably get a an injury update. But Neil Irwin, um, I'm not sure whether he's just touching his groin because he... No, let's not even go there. Mal, to touch what, his groin or what do you have? there is an injury, I'm not sure. Mal, what do you have for us at three-quarter time, mate? Yeah, Neil Irwin's uh, done for the day, guys. He's just uh, overstretched his groin, so he's got some heat on it at the moment, uh, so you won't see him back for the rest of the game. And uh, Matt Loken's got the civvies on already, so you won't see him for the rest of the game either. Not sure whether he's injured or just pulled the pin at half-time, but... Uh, <clears throat> Belconnen are going to ditch the man on man in the last quarter and they're going to just attack at all costs. Well, they haven't been doing much man on man for the first three quarters, so... Well, they did earlier on, uh, but I'm not quite sure how much of Matt Logan we saw in the first half anyway, no, so... That's right. He might have been injured coming in. Yeah. So let's give him... He's, let's he's give him the benefit he's, of his doubt. De- he's definitely carrying something. He's carrying... He could have he been injured coming in, which, is, which may well be the reason why he didn't perform up to... A former AFL footballer standard. Yeah, I'm not quite sure he looks after himself in the off-season. Anyway, the ball's back in the middle. It'll be Curlin for the Queanbeyan Tigers and Porter. Porter gets the tap, comes into a pack of players. Good work there by Porter. Gets the ball out, does what his Ravers should be doing. Oh, the umpire's pulled the whistle. Didn't quite see that. Just as the Queanbeyan Tiger player was to tackle the Belconnen player. Ball's in the hands of Curlin anyway. Might have been a very quick... Holding the ball for a kick, goes towards Kavanagh, gets himself in front. Well roved there by Atkinson in front of the pack. It goes higher than it goes long. Kavanagh, this can be play on even if you do mark it. Ball comes to ground, pack forms, and the umpire is forced to ball it up. 40 seconds into this fourth quarter, I'm pretty sure, Mal, you might be able to confirm it. The Queanbeyan Tiger message at three-quarter time would have been just to keep moting on, and when you've got this side in where you have to actually stomp on them and uh, not give them anything and, and build on a percentage. Yeah, Cade Klemke was uh, very adamant that after Sydney's big win, I think, against Eastlake to try and get some percentage out of this game today. Yeah, good result there for the Queanbeyan Tigers. That means they will go clear by four points after today's game. Queanbeyan Tigers should get... No, it's a Bill Connor free kick for hanging on. 
and the players on the half back line. Handballs to Turnbull. He's definitely been one of the tries for Bell Connan. Gets the handball out. Bell Connan build through the middle, goes towards Harris. You're too far away, Overs, but he does get there. Harris, he's slippery, goes to ground. Good tackle there by Overs. Rips the ball off, and great play by Overs. He's done well on Harris this afternoon. Ball's in the hands now of King. King goes to the lead of Quaid. Good hands by Quaid. Outer side wing. Quaid now looking for his options. One of them is Kavanagh. Goes into that direction. Beautiful kick. Kavanagh gets a couple of yards. But I kind of won't mind Kavanagh getting the ball 60 metres out from goal, though. Short pass, and the mark is taken by Fruin. You might well be able to hear in the uh, background. My co-commentator is back. Pete, welcome back. Thanks very much, Niso. I just, uh, I've, uh, I've not been well the last couple of weeks, and I tend to be drinking five litres of water, and there's obviously some issues that comes along with that. No, there is. Brett Fruin pressed up against the pocket underneath the, uh, I guess, the, the newish Monica scoreboard where they have the replays or the, the video screen. That kick's going to go across the face of the goal and missed the left-hand side. But he's had a fairly productive afternoon, has Fruin. He's kicked three, and um, he'd be very, very happy with that, but I'm sure he's going to be wanting a couple more, and I, I reckon he'll get a few opportunities to do that. As Belconnen get the ball out of defence, Sharp, another heavy set looking player, gets the ball out wide to, I'm not quite sure who that was, it might be Henning, looks in board, sun in the eyes, goes short, Mark should be intercepted by the Queenbean Tiger player in Swan, it is, Curlin goes short, not a good kick, and the mark's been taken by Turnbull. Halfback line for the Belconnen Magpies, they're kicking to the Marnica end, Kicks out wide. That's not a good kick. It's a two-on-one contest out there. Rats and Jarks. Battle of the Glaciers there. Bryce gets the ball, goes long. That's a strong kick. Getting over your head. Oh, no. Good work by the Bell Conham player. I thought it was going to go over his head, but he knew better than I did. Judged it to perfection. Gets the ball back. Kavanagh in chase. Goes out wide and too wide. And the ball is punched over the line by Jarks. Very good this year so far, Roy Jarks. Very, very good. Playing as that fullback, not too much pressure on him, not too much expectation. A couple of better players around him, um, really going along nicely, I think. I reckon he turned his football career around last season. I had him just about done and dusted after 2010. And uh, his year last year was very, very consistent, was easily one of the Tigers' better players. And uh, he's carried on. Stevens oh, now lovely. takes the mark from 45, runs into the open uh, goal, and he's kicked it. That's his second of the afternoon. That's that's class. That was he took that mark, and he was pretty much on the turn as he hit the ground, ran into the goal, slotted it from probably about 35 metres out. That's why he'll probably be doing very very well in the BNF uh, in the Mulrooney this year. I would expect. Oh, uh, you expected that pre-season. I and, did. Uh, I did call that very look, very early. Look, I do agree with you on on the fact he's a very very classy player. He's one of the only players in the league that actually can create space and time where there really isn't any. I just I just like, he's got a very cool head in his shoulders, he's totally aware of what's around him, and he's one of the classier players in black and gold, that's for sure. Ball back in the middle, Porter gets the tap, Shark there by Sharp, kick smothered, Tigers will get the ball, Little to Griggs, to Kavanagh, good mark by James Kavanagh, Griggs follows on, and Kavanagh, very unselfish, Unlike a full forward, that's for sure. Chips it over the top to the running grease. I wouldn't have passed it, uh. that's for sure. 
And that uh, would have been right on your range, though. Is it forty-five? Oh, maybe now, but back in my heyday, <laughs> anything uh, inside that fifty, don't bother leading. <laughs> that's for sure. But Griggs has been a goal-kicking on-baller all year. He's about to lap for his eleventh goal, and there's some forwards in the Neefall squad who haven't kicked that many all year. And Griggs, he just chips at that. Not a good kick. Put the mockers on him, and he's missed to the left-hand side. But he's kicked more goals than some of the forwards in the Neefal side. So I'm no, I'm no, I'm harping on it. And if you're listening and getting bored of it, turn it off. But uh, Griggs, very unlucky player not to be in the Neefal squad. The kick comes out from fullback, from the Belconnen fullback, and it goes wide out there. It's tracked, kicked inside. I think that's by Matty Little. Goes back to Nathan Curlin, who then kicks it up inbound to Griggs. Griggs back to Little to Jared Atkinson. He'll kick the goal from 50, and he does. No, he doesn't. He kicks it long. Oh, is it a mark? No, it's off hands for a behind. And then Ben Klemke crashes into the point post. Belconnor will have the kick, and they kick it straight down the middle oh. of the ground. Oh, spoiled by Jared Atkinson. Does he follow it up? The big porter gets the ball and drops it. Get batters up and gets his own possession. Handballs it across to Hodder. Hodder looks up. There's not much to kick it to. Has a bounce, has a second bounce, and then kicks it wide, and that'll be a mark taken by Kay Klemke. Looks up, penetrating kick inside, forward 50 to Toby Conroy, who's on the left-hand side. Looks inside. What's going on? Is he going to kick it to the pocket? Kicks it to the top of the square. Should ball oh, knocked down too easily, Ben Klemke. Come on, son. But obviously got a got one in the mush for that, and then the ball gets kicked out by Bell Conan. And the mark taken. Kicks taken out from the centre wing. Good contest out there, which is Rats and Jacks. And the ball goes out towards the boundary line. And that's a good contest. Rats has kicked a goal. Been pretty solid for Bell Conan, but probably Jacks is a little bit more mobile, which which don't we don't see that a lot, but uh, very, very good effort by the two big men. Throw in comes. Curlin, and it was Hammond go at that, and the ball goes forward. On in the contest, it was Will Griggs, and the ball gets forced out over the boundary line. For those of you uh, listening, Neil Irwin left probably just before, or probably just after half time, with a a groin injury, sat on the bench for the rest of the game. Uh, no other injuries to speak of at this point for the Tigers as the ball goes over to Jolliffe. It's been a little bit quieter in this last quarter than the first three. And that uh, ball gets spoiled and out of bounds. In front of the Jack Fingleton scoreboard here at Monica Oval, we're uh, fast approaching the eighth minute of this last quarter. The Tigers in front by lots. <laughs> 11 yes. goals and 10 points. So that would be 76 points as the ball goes out the back to Swan. Swan kicks it inside, forward 50. Klemke comes on the lead, but the ball spoilt. The ball then gets handballed across. Is it picked up? No, it's not, but it can, comes out to Turnbull, getting a lot of, a lot of his possessions on the wing, Turnbull, without, uh, without actually going in and getting it. And the ball goes wide, and it's kicked out wide by number 14 in Douglas in the long sleeve. Um, you'd probably think that if you're a Belcon player in the forward line, you'd probably want to wear the long sleeves. Maybe not if you're in the backs. Yeah, that's for sure. Boundary throw in, grandstand side wing here at Monica Oval. Tigers in complete control. It's a matter of how far for them. Shark there by Hodder. Tackled. Player goes in as McDevitt. He's also tackled. Turnbull, he's also tackled. And the umpire's going to be four, surely. They do allow play to go on a bit longer than they used to. The ball's not coming out, umpire. It's not coming out. Ball it up, please. Let's get this game back on the road. Because that was just a rugby mall. 
and the players are relieved to have a few moments breather as the Queanbeyan Tigers look set to uh, continue their run here in the Neefal and move to six wins from seven matches. Balls in the hands of the man who has masterminded this season so far, Cade Klemke, goes towards Atkinson, was aware there was a player approaching. Not the greatest of kick, but there's two players out there for the Queanbeyan Tigers. One of them is Bryce, shepherd by overs. Bryce goes short. Good work there by the Belconnen player, and probably one of their better players today in Hegarty. Hegarty goes in board. Not the greatest of kicks. Ball's going to come straight back because Overs has it for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Goes long. Half-forward line, Queanbeyan. Kavanagh can't quite take the mark. Butters up with a tackle. Tackle is falls off. Goes in board to Belconnen. Mark taken by Rutland. Hardly called his name at all today. Probably won't be an orphan, but his pass comes out. Belconnen for one of the only flurries in their forward line since quarter time. And the mark has been taken can't quite pick who the player is because he's in that Harper. Bermuda Triangle. Harper. Mao might need your assistance here. Yeah, Pete had it right. It's Harper. Well, wonders will never cease. Harper, he's got the ball. Which bit? That Harper's got the ball or that I was right? Hey, I'll let you be the judge. Harper, <laughs> lovely looking kick by Harper. He's a class act. I like him. And he's kicked his first of the afternoon. He will be representing the under-21 Neefel side and thoroughly deserved. He's a good player and uh, he's got a bright future ahead of him, not only for Belconnen but possibly even a bit further on um, given the way that uh, a lot of scouts are looking at the Neefel competition these days. But Belconnen get a goal. Hooray. Six goals, 440 to the Queanbeyan Tigers. 16 goals, 14, 110. If you didn't hear that, 110 to 40 here at Manuka Oval. Do like beating Bill Connor, I gotta say. Well, look, as I said before, there was a there was a spell there, Nisa, where they uh, they pretty much used to towel us up on a regular uh, regular occasion. Yeah, there was. So it makes it even sweeter. Ball back in the middle. Curlin not going to get a ruck chance at that one. Bill Connor win the tap. Should get the ball out the middle. They do. Spiraling punt outside gets towards Coates. Boundary line going to beat you though, and it is out of bounds. About 65 centimetres round from the Belconnen goal, and they'd be looking at that clock going, it's only 12 minutes, so we've got about another 18 more minutes to suffer. <laughs> and uh, the Queanbeyan Tigers, you wouldn't mind them getting a few more goals to try. I reckon their target would have been 20 at three-quarter time. They haven't uh, reached, they only kicked one goal so far in this term. King, though, nice-looking pass, just falls in front of Kavanagh, beautiful pick-up, gets the handball to Atkinson. How's the afterburn? Oh, didn't see him. didn't see him. Blindsider, he had three on him, didn't see the third player. And the other two covered for pace. Ball's now in the hands of the previous goal scorer in Harper. Kicks around the corner. This is the race of the Glaciers. It's Jarks against Glacier Rats. Jarks spins one way. Oh, just too clever. And gets the ball out wide to his teammate. And that player is Cade Klemke. And Klemke goes short to the lead. Lead from Conroy. Ball's in good hands if you want to be leading to Conroy. Usually a pretty good kick. Conroy now goes down the line towards Quaid. Nearly unopposed. Belconnen play eventually gets to the contest. Picked up now by Belconnen. Goes long again to Jarks and Rats. Jarks too strong. He's got support there from Overs. Going to need it too. Overs just too quick and determined. Gets the ball out wide. Picked up now by Swan. Swan further handball out wide. That might be Kirkwood. Kirkwood goes to Kavanagh. 
Kavanagh must be playing at half forward because it's about 90 metres to 100 away from goal. Gets the ball inboard to Conroy. Conroy goes to Campbell. Good punch away by Bohm. Bit of a mismatch there. Bohm's at least oh, a foot and a half to two feet taller than Campbell and probably about 10 kilos thinner. Mm. Throw-in comes just in front of the Fingleton scoreboard. It was Quaid and Hammond go at that and the ball comes out the back. Picked up, I think it was Stevie Camp. Then the, the ball goes across the little, little, kicks it inside, forward 50. Big pack goes at the ball comes off the front of the pack and then it goes into the hands. I think that might have been Viney. Haven't called him very many times either. Ball comes to the Belconnen teammate and it goes along the ground. Picked up by Jared Atkinson and then picked up by Matt Little. Handballs it over the back. It would be Ben King will pick it up. Staying nice and low to the ground. Handballs it to the runner, Josh Price. Handballs it through a pack to Quaid. Quaid and then handballs into the middle of your hot there, son. And that's Alex Overs. He nearly does a three full 60. Then it goes to Jared Atkinson who pumps it inside. Forward 50. In front was, it looked like it was Kavanaugh. Didn't take the mark and a ball comes down to Steve Jolliffe. Kicks it inside. Oh, good mark in front. Possibly could have been Henning, who kicks it on the left and then goes out wide to the run of Curtis. Shrugs off the tackle. Looks back inside on the right boot. Tackled as he kicks it, and the ball goes over the back. It's uh, Rats. Rats gets the handball across to a teammate. I think that's in sharp. Handballs it back to Rats. Looks at no wrong footed on the on the check. Oh, and and uh, Klemke takes the mark. Very, very good mark by Kate Klemke. Handballs it across to Jarks. Jarks kicks it under the grandstand, and that'll be Griggs. It'll be shuffled in front by Griggs. It looks to be a little bit tired, Will Griggs. Handballs it across to Jared Atkinson. Handballs it back inside a defensive 50 to Jarks. Jarks kicks it out wide to Steve Jolliffe, who marks it just in front of the Tigers interchange. Looks inside the middle of the ground. Wobbly old kick, and it goes straight. Oh, it goes past the uh, Coates. Going to be picked up. It's a picked up by Alex Overs who gets up, pumps those little legs and then looks at, in into attacking 50. The ball goes over the top of Campbell, but he gets a hand on it. Oh. Stevens traps that with oh. the one hand. Swings onto the right boot. Doesn't kick Oof. the goal of the day. Quality Kane Stevens. Have a look at the replay, folks. The ball was bobbling along the ground. He just paddled it through two players, picked it up. Probably deserved a goal, but not to be. Belconnen kick the ball in from the full, from the... Uh, behind and it fumbles out the side kicked off the ground by Andrew Swan after some support from Ben King looks up what's going on kicks it back into the middle of the ground to a contest Toby Conroy pushes his no illegally pushes his opponent away play on is the call ball goes from uh, from sharp inside attacking 50 for Bell Conan over the back of the pack picked up by Alex Over starting to get a few touches kicks it wide to the runner Steve Jolliffe looks up what's going on Looks up, going to go around, goes inside. Oh, Oy, that's late, And it's a relay on number 16, which is Henning. It's probably the first time we've called his name and it was for giving up a free kick. It's probably the first time we've seen a bit of aggression since well, quarter time too. He's not uh, having a bit to say. I think Josh Price had a bit to say to him, but it'll go down. It'll be Ben Klemke having a shot at goal to probably to put through his second for the day. A quiet day, but when you think of, you know, you've got Quade, Kavanagh and Ben Klemke, sort of three tall targets. You've got uh, six goals between them at the moment with Ben Klemke coming in trying to add to that. Oh, that's ugly. Oh, my goodness oh. me. That was that was a, a helicopter. If it was a helicopter, the helicopter would have crashed. Oh, that was a shocking kick. Ball kicked in by Bill Conan. 
trying to eat their way out of defence now. He's taking on one and two would-be tacklers. Gets the ball now to Porter. Porter now to Curtis. Curtis handballs out wide to Harris. Not a good handball. And because the handball was at the feet, he just could only paddle it towards the boundary line. Right in front of the Jack Fingerland scoreboard. It uh, is a very good scoreboard if you're a Giants fan. They've still got that score up there. Not quite sure why that's still there, to be honest with you. That was uh, yesterday's news. Ball is punched out by the Queanbeyan Tigers, taken now by Griggs, too strong. Handball, that might have been Kirkwood. Ball goes towards the forward line for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Shark by Stevens, gets a handball across to Fewen. Joloff deserves a goal and gets one. Easily the best player on the ground for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Has to have had near on 40 possessions today. Had 25 up to half time, and he's probably near on had 15 in this second half. That's his, <coughs> excuse me, that's his first of the afternoon, and the Queanbeyan Tigers 17th. 17 16, 118 to 6 4 40. 18 minutes gone in this final term. Great hands again by Kane Stevens. Um, had a, had a, had a chance of getting, getting that ball and had a lovely, deft little handball across. Ball is back in the middle. Porter and Curlin. Curlin spending pretty much the whole quarter in the ruck. It'll come back. And um, young uh, Gavin, Gavin Whitehouse, the umpire for today. Not sure whether we're, whether we're allowed to mention him by name, but oh, pff, too didn't, late. Didn't concern you three seconds ago. Too late. Has the, now he throws it up. Porter Curlin gets the tap forward. Is he going to ruck his own ball? No, he doesn't. The ball goes forward, picked up by Belconnen. Is it Shark? No, it's not. And then the kick comes forward by Donahoe. Donahoe then kicks it up. Ball's then taken by Hegarty. Hegarty kicks it inside forward 50. That should have been a free kick. That should be a free kick. There should be two in a row. Klemke was in the back of his opponent. Nothing paid. Number 27, Casey Stoner's number. Interesting, Casey Stoner announced during the week he's retiring at the end of the year. Yes. Lacks the motivation. Uh, he doesn't quite think it's the sports where it should be. Mm. What are you when you're in a sport that you keep winning all the time and it's not where you want it to be? Oh, yeah. Kirkwood kicks the ball forward and it goes straight to Turnbull. The, I, from, correct me if I'm mistaken, I think the captain of the Belconnen Magpies. Would not have a clue. Oh, he was the first one out. Nor would I care. Uh, he was the first one that, that came out. I would not have a clue, mate. I'd I think Mal know. knows. Mal, is Turnbull the captain of Magpies? Pass, but I'll look it up. The ball comes in, the kick comes in, and it's punched off, forward off the line. Kirkwood, Kirkwood, and a handball to Stevie Camp. Stevie Camp, lovely kick to Steve Jolliffe. Steve Jolliffe looks in outside and then goes outside to the run of Steve Camp. Steve Camp handballs it to Kane Stevens, left-hand handballer back to Jolliffe. Jolliffe then kicks it down the line, and that's over the head of the defender. Will it be run on to? It'll look like it'll go out of bounds, and that's 55 metres out from the Tigers' goal. Good passage of play. Good run, Stevie Camp. Shown a little bit today. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it was the young players of the Queenie Tigers, that new age players. And uh, it's a very young group here, sprinkled with a couple of the uh, the veterans like your Roy Jarks and I guess your James Cavanaugh's. But majority of this squad here is fairly young. And uh, that's that all bodes well, not just for 2012, but 2012 and beyond. Ball is on the fifth of middle line for the Queenie Tigers. And it will be a throw-up. Tigers, as I've mentioned, they're kicking to the Monica Paul end. Stevens doing everything, ruck work as well. That didn't quite go where he wanted it to. Shark there by Belcon and Jarks just edges Ratz under the football. Ratz has a second bite at it, tries to kick off the ground. Picked up now by Jarks, gets it to Curlin. 
gets it to BOG in Joel of Stevens, closely followed BOG to Stevens. Uh, would be Stevens and probably Griggs would be my top three players on the ground Jolliffe, Griggs and Stevens balls into the forward 54 Bill Connan be mopped up here in a senior jump a good running here by Brett Fruin led very hard for about 40-50 metres to get there on the end of Danaher's pass, he goes short towards Quay but the boundary line will beat him and his Bill Connan opponent then was Porter 20 one, 22 minutes gone in this last term. It's all Queanbeyan. 17 goals, 16, 118. Belcon have been very disappointing since quarter time. Six goals, 4, 40. Rucks go at it. Porter gets front spot. Gets the tap down to Turnbull. He's been very good, particularly after half time. Oh, ducking of the head there was Curtis. Obviously no camera on that one. Ball goes into the forward line. Oh, got to be a bit of holding there. Should be a free kick to Belcon. No, it's going to go to Queanbeyan for the first infringement. And that was around the neck. Oh, 50-50 really, wasn't it? Oh, look, I thought there was two free kicks. I think definitely Jarts gave the... Well, maybe Rats gave the first one away, then Jarts gave the second. So, anyway, a bit of a lottery. The umpire picked the uh, the black and yellow ticket. And Jarts gets the free kick. Mal, a bit of the crowd not happy with that one, were they? No, not really. Man of Should many, have been Man of many words down on the boundary line is Mal Prentice. Ball gets to the half-back line for the Queanbeyan Tigers. Cade Klemke puts on the afterburners, goes towards Swan. Swan goes short to Quaid. Quaid again goes short, but that's a terrible kick by Quaid. He was 20 metres inside the boundary line then and kicked it out of bounds. I don't know how you do that when you're trying to kick down the line. One of those one-step try to pinpoint the pass. The ball comes back in and the ball goes forward and it's taken by Ratz in front of... Roy Jarks loads up on the right boot and then goes inside 50. Good mark taken on the lead by Harper in front of Josh Price. Swings around, tries to play on. There's going to be a contest in the goal square. Good mark taken by Hegarty. Probably about the third call we've had of him. Very, very quiet day. I reckon he'd been one of their better players, actually. He's been quiet, though. We haven't called him much. Oh, I don't we? know. I reckon he's been okay. I don't know. Mal, you've watched the same game that I have. How would you, uh, how would you say Hegarty's played today? Uh, he'd be in their top half dozen. That doesn't mean he's had a good game. Oh, we, I, 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 I didn't say that. I said he's been one of their better players. I think he's been okay. Him and uh, Turnbull would be uh, two of the players that have probably tried over the four-quarter journey as he kicks a goal, and a belated goal here at Marnock Oval, and they move slowly to seven goals, 4-46. The Queanbeyan Tigers, 17 goals, 16 118 I'm not sure the Tigers will be really happy with their last quarter so far. They've only kicked two goals. Bill Connors kicked two goals. I reckon Cade Clemke would have been really keen at three-quarter time for his team to, to continue the momentum and kick over 20 again like they've done on numerous occasions this year. Well, they've certainly, they've certainly clocked off. They've, uh, they're certainly probably not the run and, uh, of what we've seen at the, uh, in the first three quarters. And I think it's, look, it's a tough one. You're in front by 10, 11, 12 goals. It's probably tough to, you oh. know, Gee. Oh, Gav, 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 Gav. That's a bad one. It's the worst one of the day so That's far. That's gone 20 metres outside he'd be of getting, the circle. He'd be getting tired. He's had to bounce it a few times. So, but, uh, As soon as you give him a wrap, Pete, they go off. Well, uh, this will be a better one. Look at that one. Straight up. The ball gets to Mitchie Heaslip, who's tackled without it. Could have called play on there, but Why it comes back. Why would you call that play on? Yeah. To advantage. Unbelievable decision. 
Ball gets handed off to Kane Stevens, who kicks it inside the forward 50. It goes straight past a teammate, and it's picked up. And then handballed it across to Curtis. Curtis for Belcon and kicks it into the middle of the ground to a mark by Turnbull. Turnbull then looks across. He probably, Turnbull will be certainly leading the Belconnens' uncontested possessions. There's no question of that. I don't know whether he's actually gone in and got it yet. But anyway, still got plenty of it. Looks like it could be Sharp that kicks the ball wide. Klemke intercepts that in K. Klemke. And then kicks it inside, forward 50 to Will Griggs. Will Griggs stands, takes the marks, looks at the goals, settles down, oh, kicks lovely. it. It's a straight as an arrow. And Will Griggs goes in and kicks his fourth for the day. And he's been okay today, Will. He's probably in, probably, suffice to say, he could be in the best 22 players in the NEFL competition. No, he's not. Eastern region. He's not. Well, he's in the best 22 at Queanbeyan. He's kicked four goals today. He's probably in the top three today, but could not find his way into the top 22. No, Even though players have pulled out of no, that I top said, 22. I said he would be in the best 22. I'm not, I didn't say that he wasn't selected. Oh, I'm oh, saying yes. he oh, is in. Comfortably, yeah. Yes. I, I think on what I've seen so far this year, and we're probably fortunate in a lot of Queenie games, he's got to be in the top dozen players of the league. Comfortably. And, you know... We'll again find out come uh, Murray and I, but Mao, you'd have to agree, he's going to be one of the best players in the comp. Yeah, we might get a late recall up if Loken's injured. <laughs> so the tap down comes from Porter, and Porter tapped it straight down to his rucking teammate and uh, kicked forward by Nathan Curlin to a strong mark taken by... Is it Cade Clemkey? Yeah, uh, it's James Cavanagh. He won't be passing oh. this one off. He's only kicked two for the afternoon. He's not going to pass this off. He's going to kick it from 50, 27 into this last quarter. Kicks it from 50, not happy with the kick. Quaid in front. Will he take the mark? No, he doesn't. Handball off the line by Belcon and then kick forward. Bounces over the top of a teammate. And then it's picked up by, it could have been Hammond and then handballed it forward to the run of a teammate who then kicks it long into, uh, towards the forward 50, but it's cut off by a Tiger player. And that was Steve Camp and the ball goes out of bounds. 27 and a half. Into this last quarter, the Tigers comfortably in seven or five goals in this last quarter. Not a big scorer, but <coughs> Tigers just probably doing enough. Push out in the ruck by Curl and not seen by the umpire. And the ball gets kicked inside forward 50. Stevie Camp leading the race. Very, very good judge of the ball, I must say. Handballs it to no one. King goes in, and that's a free kick to his opponent. We'll kick it inside, forward 50. Has a look up. There's only one teammate, and that was the small player in Harris. Kicks it to the pocket. One bounce. I don't know if Belcon have a player called the pocket, but that's exactly where it went. There was he no, went straight to there the was no pocket. Belcon player there. Rats was sort of in the area, but he had to have been 10, 15 metres away, and he's not really keen to uh, get those legs moving this far into the last quarter, that's for sure. We're just playing for time here at Marnica Oval. And uh, be a must-deserved win for the Queanbeyan Tigers. They've been all over the Belconnen Magpies since quarter time. In fact, since quarter time, Belconnen's only kicked four goals where the Queanbeyan Tigers have kicked 14. So a dominant last three quarters by the Queanbeyan Tigers, particularly quarters two and three, as the siren sounds to end the misery of the Belcon and Magpies and their 2002 Premiership side.
Queenie Tigers go on their merry way here in the Neefal. They will remain on top, given also that Eastlake were defeated by the Sydney Swans earlier today. Queenie Tigers 18-16-124. Belconnor Magpies 7 goals for 46. Goal scorers for the Queanbeyan Tigers, and there's plenty of them. Griggs had four, three to Quayne, two to Kavanagh, Stevens, and one each to Conroy, Jolliffe, King, and Ben Klemke. For the Belcon and Magpies, Des, they're only multiple. He kicked two singles to Hegarty, Harris, Bohm, Ratz, and Harper. I reckon, Pete, coming here today, we probably expected what we saw. We were probably hoping for a cleaner game of football, but I think the margin is pretty much where both teams sit so far in the NEFL competition. Look, I, you know, you'd, you'd have to think that it was probably you. I think you might have pointed out maybe 12 goals was was your uh, projected margin. And, and look, and I think you could see when, when the sting went out in that second and third quarter and uh, the Tigers pretty much controlled it, yeah, Kate Klemke wouldn't be happy. The, the last quarter, they, they they need to get into a position where they played four good quarters of uh, football and uh, that they're putting their opponents to bed, which they've certainly had a, a couple of opportunities in a few of their games so far this year, and they're just not quite able to do that. But, look, you know, it's we're six, seven games into the season. Um, there's probably still a little work to do. Young group of players probably still learning about each other and their roles and, uh, you know, going along nicely. I'm quite sure that if... I know Pab said on the radio last night, look, you know, let's uh, not beat around the bush. They were 5-1, and one, it's now 6-1. and one. Let's go back to 12 months ago. You know, it was probably 1-6 and six or 1-7 and seven and the, foot, the Queen Men were playing ugly football and um, so so the transition is, is quite noticeable and uh, I'd rather be... Kate Klemke than uh, Matt Locum. Any day of the week, not just in a football sense. Also, too, uh, <laughs> and I mean that in, in all honesty, Kate's 21 and Locum's... Boys, you've got yeah. Neil Irwin down here. Yeah, go for it, Mal. Neil, uh, you picked up an injury during the game. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Um, just a bit of a groin injury. Um, we just played it safe. Just felt a bit bit sore, so we didn't want to risk it. We're up by 10 or so goals, so had the luxury of being able to just sit it out. All right, you got the luxury of next week off. That'll help? Yeah, definitely. Definitely, it's it's a good. We've got a good there. Really looking forward to it. All right, well done. Thank you very much. Cheers. I think the only downside, if we could call it a downside, I know Ben Klemke walking on at at the end there looked rather gingerly on a on an ankle, and obviously that injury to Neil Irwin. Um, you know the the ruck stocks. You know you'd have to say Curtis was probably. The better of the the Ruckman, certainly um, first quarter he was very, very good and uh, um, that could be an issue. You know, hopefully Neil Irwin will be okay in two weeks' time. Oh, look, I just looked at Neil Irwin then as he left Mal Prentice and he was jogging gingerly towards the <laughs> uh, the other players. But if he had a serious groin injury, there was no way he would have been jogging towards the huddle. And I think Mal might be trying to get a hold of another couple of Queanbeyan Tiger players. Or if not to Adrian Pavese, he's just on your right there, Mal. Maybe you could get a word in with, with Adrian. But there's no doubt we're talking about the Queanbeyan Tigers of 12 months ago. Let's let's be blunt here. 
A lot of people were critical of the Queanbeyan Tigers come pre-season for hiring a 21-year-old. They thought it was desperate. They thought that it wouldn't work. He's proven them all wrong. Queanbeyan Tigers sitting on top of the Neefal ladder after nine rounds, sitting six and one. They only won four games last year. Mm. Already he smashed whatever, you know, Rod O'Reilly and co. did last year. So full credit to not only um, Cade Klemke, but the Queanbeyan Tigers hierarchy, in particular Ron Fowley, for for putting it out there and saying, well, you know what, we don't care how old this bloke is. We've looked at his credentials. We we can see something in this man to help guide the Queanbeyan Tigers back to where they should be. And uh, right now he's done that, and no one can question anything that Cade Klemke does other than punching from behind the marking contest. On two occasions. I think the the big key is not only is the team going well, the team is, you know, six and one. There's a good feel about the place. You know, there's a good feel about the players. Now, I know that because, you know, oh, there's the song. Tiger song, and I uh, must admit, the last couple of years I've played Nice, so I didn't, uh, I didn't personally get too many renditions. We had a bit of a struggle, but you know, back talking about uh, uh, guys, oh. just just interrupt. Got uh, Adrian Pavese here. Pav, happy with the win? Yeah, definitely, mate. Yeah, look, six-one uh, on top, and uh, another percentage booster. So yeah, we'll take that any day of the week. All right, another week off next week. Uh, do you think that'll help a couple of the injured boys? Yeah, look, we're we're a bit sore, so um, we can get to manage our uh, our, our players now. We've got. Five or six now going away for the rep side. So, um, as you would have seen, we've seen Jolliffe on the bench and Chet Conroy and um, just to manage those guys and hopefully they get through next week. Yeah, hopefully fingers crossed with those rep games, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, mate. Yeah, look, we're certainly up and about at the moment, so we just make sure that uh, everyone comes home healthy. All right, thanks for your time. Thanks, mate. Yeah, great work there by Adrian Previsi. His reserve side had a fairly convincing win today over Belconnen. Not quite sure of the final score. I know they won by about six goal. And Belconnen... 35 points it was. Yeah, yeah. Belconnen are one of the front runners in the reserves. The under-18s also had a victory. They won 13 goals, 5-83 to Belconnen, 5-5-35. So it will be a happy team out at Queanbeyan. But better news than that... The women won. The Tigerettes had a win today, they their did. first game of the season. Four from four for the Queanbeyan Tigers. So if you are anywhere near <laughs> Carabar, get up there and get yourself a frothy one because there will be smiles aplenty. The Queanbeyan Tigers Club, very, very fantastic supporter of uh, QBN FM and, and, our, uh, and our coverage here. Oh, absolutely, and great supporters <laughs> of the Queanbeyan Tigers. You, you probably wouldn't have a successful Queanbeyan Tiger team without the support from the Queanbeyan Tigers Football Club but but we were going back to what we were chatting about there before Niso and in, in you know with Kate Klemke and, and what he's brought having uh, you know Josh Bryce living in my house I know that he loved the atmosphere when he got to Tigerland the new players that came in the fact that it was still Queanbeyan still got that country town feel about it the administration the volunteers um, he got a job with Matt Napier you know great Matt Napier and his wife great people and I think that I think we can see that. I think you can see that permeates into the team and the way they play, the way they look after each other. They, uh, and I think that's, that's only going to get stronger as we get uh, closer into the, you know, more into the season. And the other thing is when you look at the, the quality of the recruit and the fact of the recruits are, uh, are youngsters that are only going to improve and they're improving people around them. Well, right now, this young group is in a winning environment. There's nothing, there's no better habit than winning. And right now, they're into that habit. 
and uh, they believe in each other and they believe mm. no matter what the situation on the uh, football field, they can get a result. And uh, that's really, really hard to obtain for a football team. But once you've got it, it keeps you in really good stead, particularly, uh, as I said, in those colder months where, you know, you, you may not really want to get out there and get amongst it. Come uh, June, July, when uh, they're taking this winning habit, it'll be a lot easier to get out of bed when it's, uh, you know, minus degrees outside to go and play football than it would be for, say, someone like Belkine, mm. who was sitting near the bottom of the ladder. And uh, they've got a long, long winter ahead of them. Let's look into the crystal ball. A week off, plays at rep on rep duty. And then the tricolours at foot at uh, Dairy Farmers Park. I think it's on the 3rd of May. Uh, sorry, 3rd of June. And that's a very, very important day because it will be the Heart Foundation uh, fundraising day and the... Uh, uh, the the call will be there. QBN FM will be there, but will be a fundraiser. Uh, I think there is an announcement about the Bendigo Bank um, involvement with the Queanbeyan Junior Tigers um, on that particular day. But against Ainsley, arch nemesis, bigger bodies, probably a little bit more mature bodies. How do you see that sort of panning out? Well, we haven't seen Ainsley at all this year. Well, obviously, we've kept close monitor of them via websites and... Uh well, interesting. I had I watched the I watched their three quarters against uh, the Hills Eagles out at uh, at Ainsley Oval, and I've got to tell you, at three quarter time there was there was nothing. They were a goal behind. They kicked the first goal of the last quarter, and then Hills Eagles I think kicked four goals. They they had nothing. There was there was just the feeling was really really for an Ainsley team. Well, really quite disappointing. They've lost some senior players from last year's grand final win. They've won two grand finals in a row, so you don't want to go in there taking them lightly. Shirley being missing, uh, going back to Adelaide has obviously been a blow for them. Hughes going back to Melbourne has been a blow for them. So they've lost a couple of pretty handy players in mm, those two. Mm. And they obviously have not been able to replenish those stocks. But in saying that, it is Ainsley. They're a very, very proud club. They are dual reigning premier. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. look, on paper... You look at the premiership ladder right now, Ainsley, I think they might play tomorrow. They're sitting four and three, so they're, they're obviously gettable, no doubt about it. They've lost a few games already this season. Did beat the Swans several weeks back. Uh, I know the Swans... A little bit of Geelong about them, isn't there? Yeah, I know the Swans list wasn't as good as it probably could be, re-top-ups uh, and things like that, so Ainsley may have got them on a pretty good day. But, look, on paper and with the confidence the Queenland Tigers have got, you would have to say they'd go into the game as favourites. Uh, weather, and we, know, we all know favourites get beaten every day at the races, so they'll go into the game as favourites, but they'll need to be switched on and play a better brand of foot than they did today to get over uh, an Ainsley team who might well see it as uh, as a, as a season-defining oh, season game. Yep, yep, opportunity to knock the high flyers off. Don't like us in the best of times. I hope it's <coughs> I hope it's a good call, uh, Niso, because I will be in, uh, what date's that, the 3rd of May? I will be, 3rd of June, I will be in China for that game, so I will miss that game. I hope it's a good call. I'm going to try to listen to it on the internet. Purely selfishly, tune in on QBN FM, this very station that you're listening to, 5 o'clock next Friday, 5 until 7, the Sports Drive, which is my show, and uh, hopefully an announcement on that show about a sponsor for my uh, for my Sports Drive radio show. Special guest, hopefully we're looking at, at, at possibly Tim Gable, the voice of a, a, uh, ABC locally. 
We're going to have uh, people from the Bendigo Bank. We're going to have Pav in. It's going to be a special show. We're just going to uh, preview the Heart Foundation Day that's coming up in a couple of weekends' time. But listen to that show anyway. Cause Do you have enough room for all those people, Pete? We have them. We have a roster. Okay. So we don't have, we don't have them all in at the same time. We just have a roster. But five until seven, we talk about lawn bowls. We talk about the EPL. We talk about the Raiders. We talk Let's about not talk the about Tigers. The EPL. We talk about everything. New. So it's two hours of local and international sport. And it's Queen Yen's number one sports radio show. I've got to tell you that. No, I totally concur. I do try and listen to it. Unfortunately, on a Friday, around that time... It's beer o'clock. No, my two <laughs> boys, Andre and Carl, who might well be listening, they are very feral after three days at school. So it really is food, bathe, and get them to bed right, as early as we can right, on a Friday can, night. So I can live with that. We do digress. Thanks for that, Pete. Be listening to QBNFM next Friday between 5 and 7. Sounds like a bumper show. But a big day here at Monica Oval. It's your Queanbeyan Tigers triumphant again and sitting atop of the Nefal ladder. 18 goals, 16, 124. Got Connor Magpies, 7 goals, 446. On behalf of myself, Michael Neeson, I'd like to thank Pete Newham and Mel Prentice for helping out on the broadcast. And for now, it's goodbye and back to the QBNFM studios.